0: <laughs> why have a merry christmas
1: when you could have a new horse bar at christmas outside we couldn't see it from our vantage point
2: Fans and happy holidays. This is our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, with our special holiday special. Isn't that right, Quinn? Yes, it is. We are here to talk to you about retro wrestling, but we've got some special. Topics in store for you today? Do I, we? I, we sure do. Oh. I, of course, am Joe Marano. Alongside me, Michael Quinn. Quinn, how was your Christmas? Good times. Oh, great! Yeah? Santa good. came. He
3: got me my gas house figurine <laughs> that I wanted for you know the <laughs> 1970s wrestler. Did he get us? Did
2: he get us a MySpace account yet? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I don't think I, I didn't put that on the list. Damn, uh, folks. Sorry, we, Santa. <laughs> we hope you had a good Christmas. If you celebrated, of course. If not, happy holidays to you.
3: Yeah, happy Hanukkah or We are accommodating here,
2: absolutely. We are here for a special episode. Yeah, one episode into our second season, we're already doing a special. Yeah, yeah. that's how we roll. That's how we do it. We will be back, of course, next week, next year, actually, January second, two thousand seventeen, for episode twelve. Yeah, this is our holiday special. This is a little gift for you, our fans. Yeah, exactly. And and Quinn, I have been informed by uh, Lord Alfred starting next week. Our podcast is going to be available on the Place to Be Nation. Oh, wow. Place to Be Nation. Place to Be Nation has picked us up, folks. Some it's deals the place have to be. Through. It is the only place to be. Yeah, actually. we're going to be in that place. We're going to be in that place. You can, of course, still find us, though, in the meantime and forever. Where, Quinn? <laughs> uh,
3: in our usual places. iTunes, uh, Google Play Music. You can get us over at The Stitcher, Player FM. A uh, blueberry, or you know, you could just go to uh, ovppodcast.com. dot com. Everything's there. You don't have to look for anything. It's all all the links I'm talking about. Everything's there.
2: Everything will be there. Of course, you can always tweet at us at ovp podcast. You can email us if you still use that. Do people use that? I I use it. You do. I, how do I pay these bills? <laughs> Like, I need to use the email for that. And if you want to use the email to talk to us, you can do that at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. That Quinn, would
3: actually be something fun to do with email.
2: That, yeah, talk to, us, talk to us. Rather than
3: pay your bills like most of us do. And
2: you, and you don't know which one of us you would get either.
3: Yeah, it, it could c- be anybody. It could be
2: me. I usually keep it, it open at
3: work. Yeah, I have you it know, I open too. I keep that just just in case one of our friends listening
2: Yeah. There, those hot us. deals coming yeah. through, you know, Lord Alfred getting us on networks, you Lord never know. Lord Alfred's
3: always emailing us, it says, from the United Kingdom, I guess <laughs> he went to retire there or something. <laughs>
2: um, also, I do want to thank you if you're listening, Scott, but even if you're not, thank you, Scott Keith, for uh, recommending us. Yes, thanks, to Scott. Place to Be Nation, really appreciate that. Scott will be joining us, folks, um, later on in January next year yeah. for the Royal Rumble special. I'm excited about that. I am too. So, Quinn, this is our last episode of the year. Yes. And oh, it is. It is. It? Yeah. yeah. You
3: said January
2: 2nd. Right? January 2nd. We'll be back today yeah. being um, I don't even know what day it is. It's Monday, it's Monday. It's yeah. Monday. Yeah. December 20. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and we're off from work. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. nice. You're actually off all week. I'm off all week. I'm enjoying it. I'm going back in tomorrow. And then I have uh, two more days after that. And I'll be off on Friday.
3: Oh, uh, well, that
2: it's still not. It's full still. Week. It's good. It's Christmas. Do a little New Year's thing here at the studio. Yeah. That'll be nice. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm afraid of this though, with the with the the current wrestling. I'm afraid of somehow Big Show being a baby.
3: It could happen. Um, I'm it, not it could. gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You, <laughs> you might. You, we might get like attacked. He might be jumping around. He likes to dance on New Year's. I've heard. <sighs> yeah,
2: it's not a pleasant sight. He doesn't intentionally hurt people because he's just a baby. But yeah, he he, is he a doesn't know baby. his own strength. He doesn't. Yeah, folks. Today we have a great topic for you to start off. Uh, we're breaking format. We this are is, we are is, reviewing something. Yeah,
3: this is a Christmas gift. Review oh yeah, though, if this you ask is, me,
2: <laughs> sure. This is a gift, all right.
3: I'm just saying. I think a lot of people want to hear this review. <laughs> I guess so.
2: No Holds Barred is what we'll be talking about today, Quinn, but not just the movie, No, right? oh,
3: no, 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 not just. The match and the movie! Yes. <laughs> it was originally a pay-per-view special altogether. Oh, yeah,
2: it was at the... Actually, almost 27 years ago today. Cr- wasn't it... It was two days after Christmas. Two
3: days after Christmas. So So tomorrow tomorrow (laughs) would be the, how many years is this?
2: 27 years it'll be.
3: Wow, this is like the anniversary No Holds Barred the Movie The Match podcast.
2: Right, and that's what you've been waiting for, obviously. Not the anniversary of the movie coming out. But just like the anniversary of the pay-per-view (laughs) airing that had the match and the movie. Right. We're going to start with the movie. If you don't know what No Holds Barred is, folks, I encourage you to watch it because... It's on Hulu right now. It is.
3: That you, you don't need to use any nefarious means nope, to get it. It's, it's right there. It's
2: on Hulu. Uh, the re-release, actually, by WWE Studios. Now, folks, this was Vince McMahon's first foray into... Uh, we don't just do uh, sports entertainment. We do all kinds of entertainment. Now, I've heard through the grapevine, just to put some
3: background here... Go ahead. ...that Vince and Hulk or something wrote this over a weekend.
2: Rewrote it over oh, a weekend okay. is what I've read. Yeah,
3: but geez, it needed to be rewritten. It's bad yeah, enough.
2: they but... didn't like. They didn't like the original script. Not enough poopy for him. Not right? enough poopy for him. We'll get to the poopy. Don't worry, yeah. folks. So this was Hulk Hogan's big acting debut. After, of course, you know his small part in Rocky
3: Three. Yes, and this is basically why he dropped the title. You know, in the. Double Hebner thing and all that, right? Yeah, Hogan this after... was set up so he could make this movie.
2: Right, shortly after WrestleMania four, Hogan became like pretty much non existent for months and months. And what he was doing was making this gem.
3: Yeah. I, Why? Well, I, this should have taken a weekend, not a couple months. <laughs>
2: so. It looks like it took a weekend. It looks like it took a weekend. Quinn and I both, uh, we didn't watch this together, which is interesting. Cause this is a very rare situation yeah. where we didn't. Normally, you know, like last week when we reviewed, um, Championship Wrestling, we watch yeah. that together, and in the future when we do these reviews, we will be watching these shows course, together. Yeah, We've but, watched wrestling together for like 17 years. Yeah, but I mean, a movie's a little different. A movie's a little different. We had to watch it on our own time, so we each have our own notes. Uh, Quinn actually is going to mainly run point on this, and I'm going to interject as I see fit. <laughs> okay, then. So, Quinn, you can start us off here. This is No Holds bar. 1989 cinematic classic.
3: Yes. Um, so, I watched the re-release, right. obviously, on the Hulu.web. So did I, yep. And, um... So it opened up with RLG Entertainment and Image Entertainment. Yeah, who them? They're, who, they're great. I don't know who that is. But then it said WWE Studios. Yeah, this on the has screen. that
2: beautiful trademark on now, it.
3: Now, did you notice in the re-release just? I'm, I'm sorry. We're diverging off, but it was also the, the old scratch logo instead on the WWE studios, which is yeah, interesting. They
2: probably re-released it a couple years yeah. ago before they changed logos. Okay.
3: Well, let's get to the movie now. So it let's opens. Let's get to it.
2: It opens, uh, with Gene and Jesse arguing about Jesse's clothes, you, but like, you don't see them. You don't see them at first. And one thing I do, I did note, I wish it was, I wish Monsoon was here.
3: <laughs> yeah. I,
2: was, was Monsoon not good enough to be in this movie or yeah, something? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, was he, is he too fat?
3: He's that not, probably, like,
2: photogenic enough. Listen,
3: there was fat people in this movie, but they didn't portray them well, so right. maybe because Gorilla's good, they didn't want to portray a fat person. Maybe like,
2: Gorilla's just said no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's like, no. This I'm is not, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, give so me a, a break. Bit, yeah, give you, me a
3: break. You know what? Maybe he just saw, Maybe he's the reason they rewrote it, because they cut him out of the <laughs> movie, because he was like, I'm not being in this crap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you well, know, remember all those great matches Gene Okerlund and Jesse Ventura yeah. announced? I don't You mean never? Yeah, never. Okay, so, so what do we got, Quinn?
3: So next up, I, I hear the Fink announcing Rip.
2: Fink is doing a great job because he's just doing what he normally does. Right?
3: Yeah. So far, so good. Yep. So <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> now, now now we're getting Hulk
2: slash Rip comes out and he's drooling. He is, and I noticed that he drools throughout the movie. I also, from the moment Hogan makes his entrance, he's somehow even bad at acting like a wrestler. Yeah, he's like he's like, already he's like bad a rabid it. dog. He's like, like come as on, with Randy, like, let's go down the aisle. Randy's yeah. his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on,
3: guys, Like he's doing a bad job playing yeah. Hulk Hogan. I I noted a couple things here. First of all, I don't remember this WWF stuff being in this movie. Is that was that just it added was in there? No. Okay. okay. Then, of course,
2: they slapped their name on. That okay. Quinn. Are you kidding?
3: Yeah. You never know. I thought that for. I guess because I just remember the clips of this movie with the octagonal ring later on, and yeah, I just don't no. remember there being WWF. They were stuff.
2: WWF and. And he is actually the WWF champion in this movie. Of yep. course he is. Now,
3: okay. So, did you know, did, did you ever think of this, but did they call him Rip because he rips his shirt? God, I hope not, because Rip is a stupid
2: name. Yeah. Like, it really that is. That literally
3: is what I thought when I, the first, like, the moment I started watching this movie and they announced him as Rip, I'm, and he rips his shirt, and I was like, oh my
2: God, maybe, they called him Rip because he rips his shirt. Maybe that's why. You know what I didn't like about the name, Quinn? What? They didn't give him a last name. Yeah,
3: what is his last name? They never say. It could have been like, I know this sounds hokey. Rip Johnson. What if it was like Rip Rogers? They would never. At least they, it's alliterative. Yeah, but they get sued because there is a Rip Rogers. There's no Rip Rogers. Yeah, there is. There is not. There definitely is. I've no, heard that Rio name. Leo Rogers. Now there's a Rip Rogers. Rips. Rip Tyler. Rip I'm Morgan. Sure our fans. There's know no about. Rip Rogers. Listen, let's not get caught up on that. We got a lot of movie to go here. Yeah,
2: th- folks. So- Fasten your seatbelts, yeah. here. We are in this for the long haul.
3: Okay. Yeah, I took detailed notes on this one. You did. Um. So Rip faces a jobber who they called the number one contender. He's kind of like a guy with like makeup on his face. His name is Jake Bullet and Quinn. I don't. <laughs> kn-
2: I don't know if you picked up on this. Yeah. You know who played him?
3: Who was that?
2: Was it Bill Ma- Eadie?
3: Oh yes, he looked familiar, but his hair was like puffier.
2: He has like the the forward combed hair and mascara on. Well, they probably did that. They want him to wear less makeup so you wouldn't know it was Axe. Exactly, like, that's Axe from Demolition, folks. Yeah. Maybe you knew that, but little so, fun fact.
3: Now we clip to corporate guys like acting like wrestling's r- real. Yeah, Wayne's World guy. Yeah, the Wayne's World guy. Like uh, this is just like while the match is going on. right. Yeah, like interspliced with yeah, the match. Interspliced. The we get more into them later, but. Okay, also the movie acts like Hogan would job to a sleeper.
2: Yeah, they're putting the sleep over... Like, first of all, the match has been going on for like 40 seconds... Yeah, and like the oh, it's over. He's got this. It's Jesse Ventura. He's got the sleeper on him. No <laughs> yeah, one's like ever escaped like it, that. Yeah, like it's fuck that. That was all, stupid. All white attire for Rip, which is actually yeah. what what Hogan used to wear it's in like true. the mid eighties. Definitely, it's kind of funny. So, Joey Joey Morel is the ref. Quinn, did you catch that?
3: I did not catch that. Yep. Yeah. I, I I had my notes that they kind of line up with you, but about Jake Bullet and all that Jake stupid Bullitt. name. You
2: know what else I noticed, Quinn? Since it's a movie, yeah. with wrestling in it and not a real wrestling match, there's always those unnecessary sound effects. Yes. Like, like, yeah, like way too loud. Yeah.
3: So Rip wins, you know, he comes back. He he rips up. Yeah. (laughs) holds Um, up. And um, he celebrates with his brother, Randy. So... (laughs) (laughs) And and oh, his Randy. manager, who looks like just a co- like the coach from wrestling, he's dressed
2: like Coach John Tolos from yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, from like you know Mr. Perfect's manager. He also kind of looks like the guy from Punch Out. I, I mean, he like, does it's like, just Doc, true. Yeah, he looks. It's just true. I'm yeah, not that, trying to be mean. Yeah,
3: no, I no, I get he you. He legitimately I literally, looks like. Him.
2: I literally thought that's
3: what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, because <laughs> didn't the game Punch Out come out then? Eighty nine. It's about by eighty seven. Yeah, so... Okay, so you know, you know, he celebrates, blah blah blah.
2: So the Wayne's World guy is from the World Television Network.
3: Yes, that's that's <laughs> the net. It cuts right to the outside of the World Television Network. Really creative name, guys. Yeah. Um. So this evil corporate man, who, like we said, is the goon from Wayne's World, he starts lecturing. <laughs> His stooges while staring at a sculpture of his head. Yeah. Yes, not kidding.
2: What's his big insult for Rip? Yeah, he keeps calling Rip jockass. He thinks that's like the best thing to call him. Then
3: he okay. Then he like fires some lady for yeah. telling her to take a and he tells her to take a leak is how he fires her.
2: <laughs> Go take a leak or whatever he what says. The yeah, fuck? <laughs> that was like dumb. So he's got like this master plan to be number one in the ratings, yeah. right? Isn't that basically Quinn? Why he's he wants able-
3: Rip to break his bond with the other networks? <laughs> yeah, like what? No, in this after he like he like demands that they make this happen. He has like a stone in his hands and he like smashes it into smithereens on the desk. He's a really evil man. It's like over the top he insists Rip has his price. What is he, Ted DiBiase?
2: <laughs> and then there's this limo scene, right?
3: Yes. So Rip exits a limo dressed like a spandex <laughs> he goblin. Looks,
2: he looks kind of like '93 Douchey Hogan. Yeah, he right? does.
3: He, he looks like that Hogan. And like as he's walking in the building, like everyone's like, "Hey, hey, Rip, hey, Rip!" Like, yeah, like yeah, sure. That's what people do when when stars walk into a TV studio. Like that doesn't make any sense. Remember right? when
2: stars just walk into TV studios? Yeah,
3: or offices. I, I see or that all this. the time. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, but if you work there, why would you be like doing that, right? Yeah, I know. It seems out of character. So, um, Evil's concerned Rip will break his expensive chair it's when so, he walks this in. This scene
2: is painful to <laughs> yeah, watch. Yeah, it's
3: so bad. Yeah, he offers Rip a chair and like, it's like a big expensive chair. Like, like, oh, it's very expensive. King George, uh, mahogany or whatever he <laughs> yeah, says. Yeah, it looks like it's, a Louis it's sixteen like, shut the Fuck up world. Yeah. Evil, um,
2: <laughs> Rip offers Rip, like, a big money contract. Yeah, and of course, Hogan, uh, Rip, excuse me, not Hogan, he's not Hulk Hogan, Rip is, turns him down. And he puts his hands on, like, like, Evil puts his hands on Hogan. Yeah, he's trying to get physical with, with, with Rip, Quinn. And
3: then he, like, he, like, knows what he's doing, and he hands him, like, a blank check. And so, Rip, like, puts the, doesn't he put the blank check, like, in his mouth
2: or something? Yeah, he basically Ted DiBiase's him. Yeah, he reverse DiBiase's. And uh, Evil has still been calling him Jockass this whole time. Yes, he keeps
3: calling him Jockass. That's
2: a real good way to get him to sign. And I want to point out here that (laughs) um, Wayne's World Evil here, he's got these two goons, like, throughout the movie. Yes, yes. They're very goony. Yeah. (laughs) And I like how they, like, they, like,
3: we had said he put the thing in his mouth or whatever, but before that, when he like handed him the blank check, they kind of like nudged each yeah, other. Like, and, like, <laughs> he he like, showed him, yeah, right. And then th- that's when he put the thing in his mouth or whatever.
2: Now we go to another limo scene. Somehow the limo driver is evil.
3: Okay, so just to preface this, after Hogan leaves the office, like Evil looks at the goons, <laughs> yeah, and the goons literally say, "We will show him," and then they go right. to that. They clip to like that the driver's like evil. Right, so basically
2: what happens, folks, I watched this today. <laughs> yeah. This is, and Quinn watched it the other day, so yeah. this is very fresh okay. in my mind. Basically what happens is Hogan's in the limo doing a stellar acting job. Hey! You're going the wrong way. Yes, yes. You should have turned there. So basically, the limo driver is evil. Here's the best thing the music that kicks in. That's okay. I ha- noted that too. Yes. It's Jim Johnston. Yes. It's like it it's sounds it's like sur- Primetime, right? It's Survivor Series E, <laughs> Primetime E, <laughs> WrestleMania 5 E. Yes.
3: Yes. It sounds exactly like that era of like television programming.
2: Music. You know, yeah, like yeah. very like fake synth, like saxophones. And this is
3: all happening while the car's like swerving around, yeah, crashing the, and
2: everything. The driver like puts the screen What up is he trying and, like,
3: to like kill him by like knocking him around in a car? I think so. Wouldn't you want to like flip the car? Like that's stupid.
2: So where does the driver lead him to? Some warehouse? Some
3: warehouse with goons like with like weapons like waiting for him. And then this is insane. So the goons are like waiting for him or whatever. And then Rip jumps through the
2: fucking roof of the car like of his own power. He does. Like and he throws he throws a guy through the window. Yes. Then then this I, I noted. Here. I, I noted how
3: is Rip a nice
2: person. He's while being this is happening. He's kind of being a jerk, but yeah. at the same time, you can argue they tried to kill him.
3: Yep. So this is this is the famous scene that I think a lot of people like to mention here. But Rip like gets the driver, and he's, like, cackling at him first He's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and then the driver pees his pants as Rip drools looking at him, and Rip goes, what's that smell? And the driver goes,
2: (laughs) (laughs) before we cut to the next scene here, let me recap this so far. Yeah. (laughs) We have gone from... That's
3: how the scene ends, by the way.
2: The first, like, 90 seconds were pretty good of this movie because you had Jesse Ventura. <laughs> yeah, and and Howard Finkel, <laughs> right, right. So Rip is basically the world champion of the WWF, but it's like this universe version of WWF. It is right? WWF technically, but it's that version of it where right. there's guys named Jake Bullet and Gene Okerlund's yeah. on commentary. And and axe did, is not, bad. yes, Axe is an Axe. <laughs> did you also notice during the commentary scene they had handheld mics and no headsets, I which not really that. bothered me. Hmm. That's they were weird. doing their announcing, like their play-by-play. They were doing like the
3: opening rather than the like. Match.
2: Yeah, it was very strange.
3: Okay, so, so do you want? you, you want to continue?
2: I have one more point. Okay, to go make. go ahead, go ahead. There's a lot Hulk, to say. Hulk Hogan, um, excuse me, rip. Hulks up during this street fight. Does he? <laughs> I he, he hulks up other times. He hulks but up I didn't throughout notice that. The movie. He hulks up during a street fight. Uh, it's amazing. I didn't realize that. It's so good. Like, this movie becomes like final fight at this point. Yes. They're fighting on cars, throwing it's like people. is video- in Doc, the, it. Uh, throwing people into <laughs> barrels. There's bad guys with weapons. Bad guys. Yeah, yeah it was my James Rolfe yeah. impression. <laughs> Okay. Let's get to the next scene. We let's go to the get, office let's now. Let's get
3: to... We go to the office, and Rip gets a new 80s hot lady accountant. Yeah, or agent
2: or something like that.
3: I just call her accountant the whole time. In Joan the
2: Severin. She's actually very pretty.
3: She is pretty. She really dude, is. I, I thought she was, like, 80s pretty, but she is really pretty. She like, is. later on in the movie, I was like, whoa, this is, like... They got, like, a real, like, yeah. bombshell for this movie. And you
2: know she was our age. I looked her up. Oh, that's interesting. She was 30 when this huh. was filmed.
3: So they talk to Rip about merch... Like yeah. how they're gonna make merch with Rip, the lady does. And and he's like in like a it's like a conference room with other people and Rip keeps like creepily checking her out. Did you notice yeah, that?
2: What is good about Rip so far? Yeah.
3: And then he like sasses her. Like Yeah, he's ma- a jerk, and she's like, No, we're gonna have dinner. Yeah, and then okay, this is <laughs> I like this. She does yeah. she offers to pick him up for dinner dressy. Like yeah. that's how what she says. Meet me for dinner. Dressy.
2: So they cut to the scene and I have this in here. There's some lady like playing a harp in the ceiling or something yeah, as the camera like, pans it, it's down. It's one of
3: those like t-
2: typical
3: eighty style yep. where it's like, what Like, what is this universe where people have, like, casual dinner in these kind of places? I don't like, know.
2: All I know is Hogan walks in looking like Colonel Sanders. He's got a
3: white suit on.
2: I noticed that, too. The <laughs>
3: waiter... So the waiter comes up and kind of mistreats Rip.
2: Stereotypically French snootiness, yeah. you know.
3: And he also mistreats the fan who's the busboy. Yeah, the Mexican yeah. guy. <laughs> It's true. He's, like, Mexican. So the busboy goes and runs away and tells, like, the whole cooking staff that, like, ripped the wrestlers here. So
2: the whole time Joan Severn, or the lady, whatever the hell her name is, is, like, acting like Hogan's, like, too stupid. Yeah. Doesn't understand this kind of food. And Hogan's just sitting there. He hasn't said a word the whole scene this yet. This scene's
3: pretty good, actually. It is. So the the cook comes out, and he, like, shoes off the, the waiter. And then it, it kind of turns out that Rip is, like... He knows French, and he comes here a lot, and they, like, know what he wants, and he orders in French, and it, like, impresses her.
2: If you ever wanted to see Hulk Hogan speak French, this is your chance. Here
3: it is. What a classic. Mr. Nanny himself.
2: So we cut to...
3: Weird 80s bar (laughs) with underground wrestling? Yeah. Um. There's a guy that's wrestling that looks like Mad Dog Vachon. You know why?
2: Because it's Butcher Vachon.
3: Okay. I (laughs) I couldn't tell. He was, like, a little fatter.
2: My notes here... This is my literal notes, folks. I just want to read them to you. Did I just see Butcher Vacan? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs>
3: Butcher Vacan.
2: For Sean, yeah. sorry.
3: So evil enters it with the goons, and
2: the waitress thinks he's gay. Yeah, that's funny. You know who I see? Stan Hansen.
3: Yeah. Um, he's the best actor so far in this Stan movie. Stan Hansen is Stan awesome. Stan Hansen. There's a couple of other people. Yes, just go ahead. Let me go in order of operations here. So they order like fancy drinks from the waitress, but she doesn't know what they are. Yeah. And then so they okay, get beer. So wait a second. It does. It gets better. I noticed that Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones is the midget that's like throwing pennies at them from the ceiling.
2: I noticed that too, but what is the gimmick there? I, I don't d- get it. Why is there a midget in I didn't in a cage understand. Is it just to, like, at to them? make it really weird for these guys basically, in suits? Yeah. By the way, Evil and his two cronies are of course in suits, you know. Yeah, yeah, they look and, like
3: idiots. Of course. Why would you not wear casual attire to a place like this? Right. Anyway, so Evil thinks they found something here, right?
2: Yeah, and basically I just want to set the set the scene here they're in what is like you know a very like over-the-top underground fighting bar it's very dirty very scummy right it's very stereotypical you know yeah. stan hansen he's is, on the side he's the best yeah so he, far i love him in this he's movie he's like a
3: big hick basically he is and, and he's so, got like his bowl cut <laughs> and so hansen spits on the goons <laughs> yeah. um it, like, they ask where the ref is. So we get some exposition. Bar. Yeah, we
2: get some exposition. And essentially
3: here. the rules are last man standing, he says. Just don't
2: kill nobody. That's Mad- what he says. Mad
3: Dog throws the other wrestler it's on butcher. their, like, table. I'm just gonna call him that. It's more, it's less confusing. Butcher. Sorry. The bar doesn't take credit card after the goons <laughs> ask and they're told Hanson will rip their lips off if they don't pay in cash. <laughs> so Evil gives Hanson the money to beat up Vashon and he does. The crowd like, is
2: ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I actually
3: wrote this. They're like stupidly obnoxious. And Hanson wins and drinks a keg of beer. Yeah, like so, an actual full keg. He like
2: punches a hole in it and like drinks it out of the keg. I rated that match three stars, by the <laughs> way. Stan Hanson versus Butcher Vichon. It was like three seconds long. Three, three stars. Best match of so, the movie. Evil
3: says this is the next big thing. Meanwhile, the goons go to run in the bathroom because yeah, so, they're scared. So this is ridiculous.
2: Uh, let, me, let me also comment here. <laughs> the goons here, I actually almost feel bad for them. Yeah, they're just being dragged along with this... By Wayne's World. This, yeah, by Wayne's World. In case, folks... In case now, you, he's
3: the goon in Wayne's World. Yeah, just that's to, what like, I was going to say. He's
2: not Wayne's World, the main bad in guy. In case you haven't seen this movie, which, by the way, you should, because it's a required viewing for any wrestling fan. Right. But in case you haven't seen it, I keep saying Wayne's World... It's not Rob Lowe. Yes, it's, it's Rob the, Lowe's goon. But he's the boss now. He's the main bad guy. That Kurt Fuller is the guy's name. But he's the main heel in this movie. It's I'm so serious. insane. He's not good either. Uh, okay. This so part the boons I, go to the bathroom. They go
3: to the bathroom. I love this because I, I love my description. They stumble into a dirty bathroom with pee leaking out of the, the
2: like, trough. The bathtub trough. <laughs> yeah.
3: And a wild dog living in the bathroom.
2: My note says a dog goes woof, woof.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: They're making fun. Yes,
3: they are making fun of the wrestlers.
2: Yep, they're making fun of the wrestlers. So now- who, who busts out okay, of the stall? Okay, this is great. Big
3: fart from the toilet, yep. and Stan Hansen, like, bursts, like, the door, like, falls off. Like, the, the toilet stall just completely, like, breaks. And, and he calls their dicks teeny wangs and, he like, goes, makes fun of them and basically leaves cackling.
2: So, I just want to restate this. This is a movie for kids where yes. Stan Hansen makes fun, looks at, and then makes fun of two other guys' dicks. The Teeny Wangers! And calls them Teeny Wangs. Teeny Wangs. Stan Hansen is an all-star in this movie. He does not get enough credit. Stan Hansen, if you are listening, or if anyone that knows Stan Hansen is listening, he is an underappreciated part of this movie. I would say he's an actor. He is an actor? (laughs) Okay, so... The next scene. So, I wanna just, yeah. Okay, yeah, do you have a, go ahead. Sorry if we're a little disjointed here, folks. We didn't watch this together, but basically, I'm just gonna keep the exposition going. Okay. Big Evil here, you know, Wayne's World, has decided that this shitty fight club, (laughs) this is what he's gonna put on his network. Right, and that's the next scene. To win the ratings war. So basically, he's Ted Turner? Yeah, I guess.
3: This is like Vince McMahon's worst nightmare would come to fruition later on, and he wrote about it. He, <laughs> he, he
2: foresaw it when he wrote No Holds Barred. I guess this is like Vince's allegory for like the promotional wars. The NWA, maybe? I don't know. Wow, mm-hmm. this is deep. Yeah, this is deep. So, okay, so we go to a press conference, right? Talk, talk to yep. me about that, Quinn.
3: Evil conducts a press conference to announce the Battle of the Tough Guys, is what we're going to call this. It's That's basically what he says. UFC. It is. It's an, it's octa- an octagon, octagon, ring. octagon ring. Now that he announces... That there's an award here, a hundred thousand dollars for the first champion, and it's tax free, by the way. He <laughs> yeah, says that.
2: That sounds legit. That sounds like Vince.
3: Yeah, tax free exactly. <laughs> So we cut to a battle of the tough guys arena, which is like the bar from before, basically. But now they have cameras. Yeah, in there. it's all like it's all it's got like neon lights around it. Um, evils hyped up, goofy, smelly tough guys. And
2: here's some names of them I noted. Oh, okay, you got that, Brock. Chisler. <laughs> They're all horrible. Bulldog McPherson. <laughs> Here's one, Quinn, I know you'll like. Klondike Kramer. And you know who played him? <laughs> who? Your favorite Pete Doherty. Oh. The Duchess. Oh, the, the, du- the Duke of the Duke. Dorchester. He the, Duchess. Be the Duchess. If you don't know who that is, folks, if you watched any show from the Boston Gardens from the middle ages. He said every single one and
3: he's terrible. He's awful. He's like the worst wrestler so ever. He plays Klondike Kramer? Yeah. Hansen yells at the goons, saying they have teeny wangs again.
2: I have my notes here for that. That Stan Hansen's amazing. I love <laughs> him. He's my favorite part of it. So
3: Evil welcome <coughs> Evil welcomes us to Battle of the Tough Guys, and then there's a montage of like just crappy fighting, yeah. and the goons are like scared. And then Evil's like,
2: I like everyone, they're all scum. Yes, yes, I wrote
3: that down too. <laughs> All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the, like, side of the bar, like, breaks down, and Zeus breaks down the wall, and he comes out of the shining light. And then he throws a lady in the garbage. Yes, he beats up a waitress! He that's throws his, her in the trash! his first action, is to beat up a woman. You got, he's evil,
2: Quinn. That's yeah, what that's for. everyone's
3: all stunned, and evil says, let him fight. Zeus grunts, beats up all of the goons at once. And you cut to Rip, like, watching at his house on, like, a shitty tiny TV. Yes. Even though he lives in a mansion. With Doc Brown and yeah, his brother. Yeah, and- it's true. And <laughs> Zeus then beats up and They clip back to the thing.
2: I was very sad about that.
3: Yeah, this is now the we end never, of Stan Hansen. We never
2: see him again. So
3: Rip's coach, they cut back to Rip, and his coach... Looks like the punch-out guy. (laughs) This is when I noticed it. He says he's trained Zeus, but he couldn't control him, so he let him go.
2: He killed somebody in the ring. Not the brain, Quinn. The ring. (laughs)
3: I thought he said he killed him in the brain.
2: He said killed him in the ring. Okay,
3: well... My mistake. <laughs> um So the music while fighting, while Zeus is fighting, is like Seinfeld slap bass. It's like... Bling, ding, da, like, it is. Listen back to it. It is the it Seinfeld is. music. Uh, it, well, it's similar, it's yeah. It's similar. So then Evil announces Zeus the winner, and Zeus, he Zeus, like, says, I'm Zeus, or basically. Zeus. And Hogan is all mad. Yeah. <laughs> basically.
2: That's what happens.
3: So we cut to Evil in the boardroom, and Evil says they're number one in the ratings... Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. It worked. It worked. Their yeah, big it, evil it plan worked. worked. It worked. And so Battle par- the Tough Guys too is going to happen. And, and
2: there's all these parents mad about violence, yes. but evil doesn't care. See, Vince is totally doing this on purpose. Yup,
3: yup. I mean, this is all like... His life. This basically, is Vince. Weirdly, yep. so in the next match it's Lugwrench versus. Yeah, and it's literally a guy with a lug wrench. They're in
2: fucking Zangief stage. Yes,
3: yes, they are. They're in like a factory, and like the workers are just watching.
2: Yep, and Lugwrench is a Jeep Swenson is the guy's name. He was a worker in the '80s and '90s. He was oh, a wrestler. that's who
3: that is. Yeah. I, I couldn't recognize all the wrestlers. Basically, same deal here. You know, evil, all impressed, and yeah. you know. Uh, like, people are filming it on a camera in the place again. Like, it's basically the same thing. It's and Zeus basically, like, murders Love
2: Did he kill him? I don't know if it's just implied or if he actually did, yeah.
3: Lots of grunting and yelling. Cut to Rip's driveway with the hot accountant. <laughs> um, Rip enters accountant's limo, introduces Randy to her before they leave. Uh, cut to a private plane now, and Rip takes accountant to a crappy diner <laughs> where, like, Okay this is funny like yeah, it the is. robbers like hold it up yeah you know
2: rip rips a seat. He rips a lot of stuff yeah, in this see, movie.
3: Yeah, I said that. He rips a seat out of the floor.
2: He's, so far, folks, he's ripped his shirt, He has ripped a door off the hinges, He has ripped through the ceiling. Now he rips a diner stool right out of the floor. And he
3: throws it at them, but he doesn't just throw that at <laughs> He out throws him. food at them. He starts throwing pies. It's the fucking Three Stooges yeah, now. Basically, yeah, basically. It's ridiculous. And by the way, did yeah. you notice the music in the here was yes. like the Monday Night Football? Rip music? is good and it's good at throw <laughs>
2: food and it's really, really good yes, to yes. beat guys up. Like, what ba- the fuck Why is that? It- the Monday Night Football song, like before that even happened.
3: Bret Hart, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Maybe that's Hartfager. how. Yeah, maybe that's where they got it from. Maybe it's the, that's the guy. Okay, so, so everyone's, everyone's like, "Yay!" Yeah, Rip. yeah, yeah, it's really stupid. And now the accountant's all like, she's like, uh. like she's like not fully like into him yet, but she like she kind of likes him now.
2: Yeah, she's starting to heat up a little. So bit. Rip
3: comes out in horrible PJs, like while they're in like a. They have to share a hotel
2: room. They have to share a, hotel, to room. Share a hotel room because now it's threes yeah. company.
3: Yeah, so. While she's like, she's reluctant to sleep with him, so Rip makes like a barrier out of bed sheets between the middle of the bed.
2: Yeah, that's what like boys and girls do when they're like 10.
3: Right. So they both get, they have this cute little scene where they're both getting ready for bed, like she's brushing her teeth and he's doing all this, this crap. This whole
2: scene is uncomfortable and to watch. Rip, yeah,
3: Rip is all nervous and the accountant comes out in lingerie
2: even though yeah, she doesn't like him. That's a wise idea, right? Yeah, when you're stupid. sharing a hotel room, pro tip, when you're sharing a hotel room with a guy you don't want to sleep with, come out dressed in nothing. No, this gets
3: weirder because the lights go out and then they start talking about dating. And he's like, oh, what kind of people do you date? She's like, I don't. The acting is so bad. It's bad. Bad. It's really bad. The accountant is too busy to date, she yeah, says. Yeah, of
2: course. She's a working woman.
3: So then they go to sleep, right? And this is this is the funny. part. This is
2: actually slightly humorous, so, yeah.
3: So <laughs> there's like weird sex noises coming from Hogan's side of the bed, and, and the account's all like, what? And then she turns over, and Rip is doing sit-ups or push-ups in a thong, and he like looks back at her all creepily, but it's it's like kind of like funny.
2: Then he jumps on the bed and he breaks it. Yeah, he
3: breaks because he's big, right? And then and, she gets
2: all mad at him. Yeah,
3: she gets all mad at him and rips, you know, they basically get in a fight and he like goes <laughs> to like sleep on some couch yeah, or something. Outside. So now it's
2: moonlighting.
3: Yeah, basically. Um, cut to Big Evil's office and the accountant is now in the office. Just quick cut. Yeah, She's in Big Evil's office. It turns out this was like some plan to seduce him. She's but She's
2: been working for Wayne's World.
3: Yes. Yes and evil's mad that he she couldn't do it and he slaps yeah, her yeah what the
2: fuck was that
3: what the that? fuck like that was bullshit that's asshole now what did you notice this too the goons like are all scared and there's like an intense close up on big evil's face like like he's like a rapist or like something horrible they like, ha-
2: this guy is never once portrayed in any kind of sympathetic light in no, this no it's
3: awful this one this one was like scary this yeah. is for kids folks <laughs> um, so now they cut back and the accountant's now at Rip's house crying in his arms she admits everything and Hogan just forgives her he's just like okay yeah it's really <laughs> I guess cause she's hot or something now they're they're having like a cutesy fight with each other like a not a fake fight yeah it's like, like who's the boss now yeah it's like I don't oh, know what's going I, on I didn't wanna I didn't know. wanna fuck you yeah, but I mean, you wanted to fuck me and then basically they're basically about to fuck and then <laughs> Rip Rip gets all concerned cause now Zeus is on the TV yeah and he's like Like, calling him out,
2: basically. I hate when people I don't like just appear on my TV when I'm trying to have sex. Well, the
3: implication was is that basically Rip left the TV on before it started, and he was about to turn it off, and then Zeus appeared.
2: So, that's why you turn your TV... That's why they invented the clapper, actually. Yeah. So that way, in the middle of the night, when you're an old lady and your TV (laughs) is on static, you go... well. Rip didn't figure that He out. didn't have the clapper. He might have the clap. So it's
3: just a call out. And then we cut again now to Rip at a charity event, which looks exactly like that thing from WWF where they go above Hogan in the bike and, and all that. all the that. kids like, run to him and all that. It yeah. literally is the same thing. He, he, and he's hugging kids and showing them see, how to wrestle.
2: You got to show that this Rip fella is a nice guy. See? Right.
3: So then all of a sudden a helicopter comes and it's making all this noise, and Hogan's like protecting the kids or whatever. And Zeus and Evil show up with the goons, and they come out in like slow mo. Did you it notice that? It is kind of funny, yeah. Yeah. So Rip and Zeus face to face, Seinfeld music blaring. Boom, da boom. And but like Rip basically has to back down. Like and, what a puss. Yeah. I mean, because come on, he's, Really, but he's in front of the kids. He didn't want to give like he didn't want to like they watch him fight guys on TV all the time. I How don't do they know. know who he is? And like, coach tells him he did the right thing, and he's so proud yeah, of shut him. Shut up, Doc Brown. Yeah. So we cut to the accountant going to the apartment, um, her apartment though, and she's got like groceries or something. And then some guy comes out of nowhere and yells, "Mr. Brown says
2: it's party time!" Yeah, you know what? And I need it. Mr. Brell.
3: Oh, I thought it was
2: Mr. Brown because there's another guy, Mr. Green, too. Are you sure? You, you know no. it's Mr. Brell. Brell is uh... The name of the g- big evil. Big evil. You know whose voice that is? It's not the actor. That's a Vince McMahon's voice. Really? I didn't I know. I listened th- to it a few times. Wow. Oh. Mr. Brown says it's party time. Mr. Brown <laughs> says it's party time. It's Vince McMahon. That's stupid. He threw himself in there in post production. Okay, so this is where this movie this gets uncomfortable. This gets very uncomfortable. So, this is
3: for kids. Yeah, this is for kids. The man attempts to rape the accountant.
2: Yes. Literally. Vince McMahon, voice guy.
3: Yeah. And, and Hogan cut to Hogan on his motorcycle, zooming in. Yeah. And basically, he shows up, saves her from getting raped, and then Rip runs over the guy with his motorcycle, and then the guy, like, gets on his motorcycle, and he ramps him, and he, like, flings him into the street. And like. the whole
2: time, Rip is cackling.
3: Yes. You're like, this is supposed to be the moment where you're like, Rip saved her from getting raped, but they somehow make him look evil. He's like, ha, 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 ha. He's so Vince dumb. Vince
2: still does this today with faces.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's basically now. Faces
2: are always still assholes. You're going to tell me Enzo Amore is a good guy? No, he's the trying shit to he's have been sex pull- with a married right. woman. He's a good guy? Yeah, it's, That's this movie.
3: Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, Asshole. So, we Rip <laughs> goes and hugs her and takes care of her, whatever. <laughs> Cut to Zeus fighting in an abandoned subway. I
2: love it. I yeah. just love that. He, no matter what, you can count on him to be fighting in some Street Fighter scene. Yeah. Yes. So, Maybe Mortal Kombat three. Now I don't Zeus know. is just, just for like fun.
3: This time, this one isn't even like aired. Remember, he just likes He's doing it. Yeah. So like, um, the Seinfeld music playing. Big <laughs> evil and the goons show up. Rips friend, like Eddie the or Randy the, and the brother and yeah. and his
2: friend too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Evil forcefully brings Rip's friends to Zeus. Evil slaps Randy. <laughs> Zeus says he will kill Rip. I kill him. Then Zeus chokes and beats up Randy. Cut to Rip breaking into Zeus's gym. This is, now we're getting to the cuts are all over the place. So yeah. the implication is is that Rip heard about his brother getting beat up and he's like fucking pissed off. Right. This scene is bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, there's loud music. I will run it down pretty quick here. Go ahead. So he um. He basically breaks into this, like, gym, and there's, like, this, it's like a Zeus gym, right? <laughs> and the music is so loud, so Rip destroys the the speakers. That's his first act. He's, like, all mad. There's a ring set up. He destroys that. Um, there's a TV set up with Evil, like, repeating him, like, calling Hogan out. Do like,
2: they still have these Zeus gyms anywhere? I don't know. Are they, this, like, LA No, Fitness? this is, was constructed just to taunt Hogan. They should have a chain of Zeus gyms <laughs> where it's just evil on the screen. Yeah, the just, whole time I'm gonna get fun you of or Hulk whatever Kogan. he kept
3: saying. Yeah, it was really
2: people weird. would work out there.
3: Now this is now it keeps getting weirder. So Rip stumbles into a mirror room with Zeus <laughs> on the mirrors, but it's like it ends up being like a fake or whatever. It's a
2: hologram.
3: No, it's isn't it like. It turns out there's like a carboard cutout of Zeus on the mirror. Is that so, what it is? Yeah, it's something dumb like that. And Zeus breaks or Rip breaks all the mirrors. Um, Evil and the goons are watching from the office, and then Rip throws like a a barbell, <laughs> like exactly like At a, a at a camera. At a camera, and it hits like exactly the lens like into it. Like he has amazing aim. I don't even understand. And then he throws a big weight at a neon Z for Zeus. And he continues just to destroy everything.
2: Quinn, um, one of the Christmas presents that I forgot to give you is a big neon Z. Ah,
3: <sighs> shit. Well, you can't because it's broken because Rip broke. No, I had one made. Oh, well, nice. Wait, it's, what the hell? What the, that scene was really weird. It reminded That's me of, a really like, Enter the scene. Dragon or
2: something. Yeah, this movie is all over the place in terms of, like, the stuff that it's deriving from, the stuff it's ripping off. Yeah. It's influences. And I just want to comment so far, because now we're about two, two-thirds of the way through, maybe three-quarters. Yeah, we're this, pretty far in now. This movie, I'll give it one good thing. It flies by. It does. It's only an hour and a half. It does. It actually really feels shorter. Right, than it is, and I'm not kidding. When I was watching it, I got to about this point, and I was like, "What? There's only a half hour
3: left." Yeah, it's really. There's like nothing left. I, let's 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 kind of yeah, we'll, this. Let's run we'll through this. It. Yeah. Um. So we cut to rant, Rip with Randy. Yeah, Ho-
2: Hogan's big acting scene. Here. Yeah, he's crying. Oh, Randy. It's basically what he did with Elizabeth on yeah, the main event. It was
3: weird to me him saying, whispering Randy instead of Elizabeth. Oh, did Randy. you notice? this? Yes, I did actually. Yes. That was really weird. Then they like show like them trying to heal Randy up, and they put him in like a
2: vat of water. What physical therapy? I guess. Yeah. yeah apparently, Randy got so fucked up that he can't walk
3: now. Yeah, and basically, Rip is telling him he's gonna now t- he's accepting the challenge. He's gonna face Zeus. By the way, fuck Randy. His stupid face <laughs> the whole movie. He looks
2: like Bruce Hart. Oh like, yeah. Screw he looks, this. Like bullshit. this guy has like the most blondest hair, but it's like, I want to punch him, and I don't know why. He's just a big dweeb. He's so annoying, and he didn't do anything ever to me, I just don't like him.
3: Now, okay, so now that the match is on, or whatever, right?
2: This is the the training montage. The training, like a Rocky movie.
3: Now, but what's weird about this is Zeus is the one training, and he's like, he's like Destroying, like, cinder blocks with his hands. Yeah. Like, and Zeus... Well, Zeus is, like, you know, Zeus is training, right? But Rip is a good guy, and he's helping Randy during the training scene.
2: It's so much more important to him than Basically, the Basically, I guess Hulk doesn't really need to train, so... I know, wh- but the thing... Here's the thing that I don't think anyone's ever explored. What? Okay. Let's just pause for a quick philosophical discussion here. Sure. Is this movie portraying professional wrestling as real?
3: I think it is, honestly. I, I that That's my guess.
2: So, theoretically, the only difference between what Zeus does in his fighting and what Hogan does is the style.
3: Right, he's more of a street fighter. Hogan's like in the ring. Because remember, he's With teaching kids like Greco-Roman wrestling And before.
2: professionalism. Yeah. But professional wrestling in this movie is supposed to be real. Right. So when Rip... Beats Jake Bullet <laughs> earlier in the he movie. He really beat him. He really beat him. Right. So, so we have the fourth wall of kayfabe mm-hmm. is still up. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> the reason I'm asking that is because if Hogan is a wrestler, but wrestling's not real, then why would he stand a chance against a real fighter?
3: I don't know because he knows how to fight. Does he? D- did no, Shawn Michaels
2: and Syracuse?
3: Well, also he's fighting for his brother. That's the thing, but his
2: brother shouldn't have, like... I don't even know what that was. Look, I am not a tough guy, and I will never pretend to be. you can't, you're gonna be in the battle of tough guys. If there's a (laughs) giant man who has killed people, I'm not slapping him. First of all, that's allegedly,
3: we don't know, officially...
2: I believe it! (laughs) Now, by the way, Zeus is tiny and Lister, notable for being uh, in Friday. Friday,
3: yeah. Various other movies. Fifth Element,
2: he was the president. Yeah. He was on Fresh Prince once, And, of course, wrestling. And the wrestling. We'll get to the wrestling part of his career a little later. So, essentially, we had this
3: montage scene, right? Just to get...
2: So, yeah. And so we cut to this is is it now. This is
3: weird. So, the first thing that I notice is like... um, the, oh, you have it too.
2: I had it in my yeah, notes too. The, the, Why the, are people in tuxedos for yeah, this?
3: Actually, I want to cut back real quick. Yeah, we forgot something really big that we didn't notice in that in that thing with the with the Randy and the vat of water. It looked like a dick and balls. It was shaped in the shape of a dick and balls that they were putting Randy in.
2: Would you put it past Vince McMahon to be like, "Hey,
3: pal, no, 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 make that look like a cock"? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I just needed to mention that because it's too stupid. I don't mind. Anyway, okay, so we cut to the, the thing. Everyone's all fancy. Like what? I don't get that. Yeah, I, they're in like to, tuxedos. When I go to wrestling matches, I'm in a tuxedo and I come with a lady with in an evening gown.
2: Yeah, remember when we went to NXT in our tuxes? Yeah, in Asbury it Park. It's <laughs> ridiculous.
3: So people are just all fancy. Rip is concerned that Randy's not there, even though they're, like, he's coming. Like, they're wheeling him in. They showed us And he's like, oh,
2: where's Randy? He's Ah!" all
3: upset about this.
2: So the accountant gets abducted, of course. Yeah, so
3: while she's wheeling in, they, like, abduct her in, like, an elevator. Yeah. Um, The accountant is now being forced to watch with Evil. It's basically, like, collateral. They're like, Hulk, if you don't throw the match,
2: we're not going to let her go. Basically. Yeah, Big Evil tells him, like, make it good for ten minutes and then throw the match. Yeah. So, Coach and his friend are like, go look for her, basically, right? Yep.
3: Um, Rip enters the ring now with the wing and eagle belt. The wing belt. and eagle. White edition. Yep. Um, you know, all fancy with the fancy crowd, all yep. that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Evil watches from a glass window above the ring. God, it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like in Wayne's
2: World when they go to the
3: studio. It's that, literally, it's that glass window like
2: above the Wayne's World studio. Where Rob Lowe and Evil are watching the Wayne's World show. Yeah.
3: Now, when Zeus enters the ring, I noted he looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. He does. (laughs) He He does. He literally looks like Dragon Ball Z. He punches the ring announcer. Yes, he punches the ring announcer. Big stared out after this. (laughs) So stupid. That is funny. Zeus dominates the start. I'll just go match for the match here. Yeah, this match, quote unquote. Evil and the goons are all happy. Randy's like, come on, Rip.
2: (laughs) Yeah, No, 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 he
3: actually says, come on, Rip try yeah he He does say that he does i know (laughs) he's
2: so shit
3: this randy character is an idiot
2: he fucking sucks
3: so now meanwhile the accountant attempts to escape while everyone enjoys the match and she gets away but they chase her right so stupid back to the match rip is coming back Evil's all concerned now about this the accountant gets into
2: the elevator she escapes yeah the goons wanted to shoot her literally they say why didn't you shoot her so then they get into a fucking test of strength, Rip and Zeus. Yup. Rip keeps,
3: Rip getting punched out by Zeus as the accountant's trying to make it downstairs, but coach in for the save with the fire extinguisher. Was it, SmackDown 2? Yeah, like some guy's <gasps> about to grab her and coach like hits her with a fire extinguisher or hits the guy grabbing her. Now Rip is losing again. It's
2: like a ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> Rip, Zeus rips the ring post off the floor. Oh, I love that spot when they do that in wrestling. Yeah. Um, what the, yeah, what the hell was that? I don't know. Um, of course att- he can't hit him cause he's a bad guy. Yeah. He
3: attempts to hit him, misses accountant and friends make it out to the ring and evil notices. And he's now all shocked, right? Yeah. Rip sees the accountant and Randy and Coach. Zeus kicks Coach. Yeah, aw. Yeah,
2: what the hell? Coach is awesome. This guy's
3: amazing in this movie. But now, this is the point. Rip now begins to hulk up. Yeah, rip up, you mean. I love this. Evil just goes, Zeus, no!
2: So Rip rips up. He starts no-selling everything. He just beats yeah. the crap out of Zeus. <laughs> yep. Zeus is like in Street Fighter Two stunned mode. Yeah. All wobbly. Rip knocks him out with a double axe handle. Axe bomber! Axe bomber,
3: yeah, basically. <laughs> But Zeus gets a bear hug and then runs away, away, throwing crowd members like he's all in the crowd and shit. Yeah, he's they,
2: throwing crowd members. Out this of the is way. this is
3: basically to get them to fight near the window next to Evil. Of course, Evil yells, "Kill him, you big dumb son of a bitch!"
2: <laughs> and I just need—I need to say something here. I feel like Vince was going for like a Rocky Four type of vibe with yeah, this whole it's, scene. It's over everything. The over fanciness, the, top. the yeah. impervious to pain guy, the yep. evil guy that wants him to do stuff. Yep. I wouldn't have even been surprised if Zeus is like. I fight for me, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do...
3: Or they hated Hogan (laughs) first, and then he becomes good. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. So Rip punches the crap out of Zeus, but Zeus gets knocked down the steps. (laughs) Rip then sneaks behind Zeus and starts to get the upper hand. Evil now panicking in his little room while starting to break his own studio equipment, cutting off the feed. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) Rip then knocks Zeus off the top of the arena into the ring, and the ring, like, implodes... Which they reused that spot for a Brock Lesnar vs. Big Show in 2003. Yes, they did. Good call. Thank you. Is Zeus dead? I don't know. I think he's supposed to be dead. Rip then goes after Evil, because I guess Zeus is gone. So Rip throws a chair right through the glass window. Right as Evil says jockass once more, he gets
2: electrocuted by his own equipment and dies. Yes, I have in here. Hogan goes to beat up Wayne's World, but Wayne's World gets electrocuted, and his last words are jackass.
3: <laughs> yes, and the crowd claps for this, by the way. Oh yeah, they're, they're like, Yay, Two people dead. just died. That's okay. Nobody's concerned. Bravo. Rip goes celebrates with friends, and then Rip poses in a freeze frame roll credits, and then the No Holds Barred theme plays. Right, and here's the thing. Now, by the way, about this No Holds Barred theme, did it sound like a certain song to you? Uh, Back in Time. To me it sounded like um a pile driver. Oh yeah, you know what it kind of did. It was almost exactly the same.
2: Probably Jim Johnson fucking wrote it.
3: No, he did. I looked. Oh, he did definitely
2: yeah. write that song. That ending to me Quinn, I'm thankful this is over was very abrupt. Yeah. There was no like epilogue. Yeah, it was it was just
3: Pose win. He, he beats him, kills the other guy and wins.
2: Like as bad a movie as this is, I was really exp- I haven't seen this in years. I've seen it plenty of times when I was younger.
3: Yeah, same here. But I, I forgot most of yeah, this. Yeah, I
2: forgot most of it. Um, I was half expecting, like, you know, a month later, like, Randy's okay Yeah, again. and he gets married He's to the girl with or the something. Girl, yeah. Or they got married yeah. and everyone's all Nothing. happy. Just pose. Nothing. That's it. Freeze frame with the rip sign, which yeah. is like the shaka bra. Yeah, basically. Yeah. This movie sucked. It was terrible. It's not so bad that it's good. No. It's really bad. It's I'm just sorry. It's a really 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 bad movie. I know people like it like and think like ironically that it's good and that's fine. I didn't like watching this. No, me either. Um like, well, I really uh, mean there were some
3: funny parts. I en- I hadn't seen it in a while. I enjoyed some of it, but it wasn't really very good.
2: 20 minutes of it yeah. total maybe. And I really did, I'm not kidding. I really did like Stan Hansen. But he was fun. Is, yeah. But there is more to all of this. Oh, there is more. And we will get to more of it right after this. You're listening to Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast. The fastest growing weekly episodic retro wrestling audio podcast in the
1: world.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Lord Alfred Hayes. It's going to be a no-holds-barred Christmas on Wednesday, December 27th. The movie No Holds Barred, the action-packed blockbuster just this summer past. And you just have to say that Zeus was completely awesome on the silver screen. Now the human wrecking machine has gone a step further, assailing Hulk Hogan at every opportunity. In addition, in this no-holds-barred Christmas spectacular, the match that holds Macho King, Randy Savage, and Zeus against the World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan and his partner, Brutus the Barber Beefcake in the dangerous confines of a 15-foot-high solid steel cage. By the way, you can experience No Holds Barred, The Match, The Movie, by contacting your local cable system for a pay-per-view
2: ringside seat. What kind of disgusting, despicable lack of respect. And welcome back to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, your holiday special, right, Quinn? Oh.
3: We're we're holidaying it up, aren't we?
2: <laughs> we have just reviewed No Holds Barred the movie. Yes, we did. Oh. What a review, huh? Yeah, that was... um <laughs> I'll tell you what. I liked doing the review with you more than I liked watching the movie today. The <laughs> movie was okay, but yeah, no, the review it wasn't. was way better. <laughs> the movie is not good. Yeah, it's not good, but I'm not going to
3: say it's like... The worst trash I've ever no, seen. No, it's
2: not the worst trash. But, you know, in terms of Hulk Hogan movies, I personally prefer Suburban Commando.
3: I like Mr. Nanny. It's fun.
2: Isn't Sherman Helmsley in that from uh, Jefferson's? Possibly.
3: He is. It's
2: been a while since I've seen it. He is. We'll have to throw that one on another special. <laughs> we should, actually. I love Suburban Commando. It's got Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Come on. Uh, yeah. I mean, Doc. I doc. Definitely.
3: And not the, th- not the Doc from Punch-Out.
2: I kept <laughs> calling, I just realized this, so please forgive me. I kept calling Doc from Punch-Out! Doc Brown. That's Doc from Back to the Future. No. It's Doc Lewis. Yes. I kept calling him Doc Brown. I slightly noticed that, but I didn't... I'm not editing it out, so (laughs) you can bitch at me all you want, folks. It's the special.
3: This is just for fun. I'm
2: sorry. The most notable Doc to me, obviously, is Doc Brown. Dr. Emmett Brown, yes. Dr. Emmett Brown, but the Doc from Punch-Out! is Doc Lewis. Right. I apologize. Quinn, we're going to get to the match now. So, remember, folks... This movie did come out in theaters somehow. Also, I wanted to point out, I feel bad... For all the wrestlers and announcers that had to hype this movie up in 89. I mean, we saw that primetime episode where they hyped the shit out of it. Even Bobby has to like be like, yeah, it's a good movie, but it I don't sucks. like Hogan. Every The genius is like, oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, no, but the genius especially shouldn't think this is good right. because he's a genius. They're, he's not an idiot. He's not an idiot. He's yeah. a genius. Yeah. What they were trying to do is be like, even the heels think it's good. Yep. It sucked. I'm sorry, it's not a good film. Yeah, it's whatever. Is it ironically funny? Yeah, I guess so. It is
3: a little... I mean, Dookie is funny. Because that's just stupid.
2: Dookie is always funny. Yeah. Ask my wife. She still thinks fart jokes are funny. I
3: mean, who doesn't? We do.
2: We are like 30, so... Yeah, that's true. So, on this pay-per-view that aired in December of 89, December 27th, uh, first you were treated to the movie... After right. the movie, you got this exclusive match. Yes, and the match is the match is Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake verse Zeus and Macho Man Ran- Macho King. Macho King with Sensational Sherry, of course, or the Queen Sherry. Now, I want to preface this before we get into the recap. Any version of Brutus Beefcake where he's <laughs> associated with Hulk Hogan. Is not a version of Brutus Beefcake that I like.
3: Oh, don't worry.
2: I note this when when I <laughs> watch this because I do not like. Th- I like Brutus Beefcake on his own in like eighty eight yeah. in ninety, yeah. like WrestleMania six. No, he's
3: such a stooge here. But it's
2: so shitty. Anytime he's with Hogan, he I turns into like a. Ha-
3: yeah. I fucking hated this. <laughs> this this when I watched this. Like there was a couple things that angered me, and I don't want to spoil them. But one of them was Brutus being a
2: big stooge the whole time. Anytime he's with Hogan, he turns into like margarine. He just turns into like, "And whatever you want, Hulkster." (laughs) Yeah, it's ugh. Remember at the main event or Saturday Night's main event in '92 in the Sid match where like he looks like a lady? No,
3: my face. Yeah, no, no, he's like Kevin Kelly or something. I don't
2: know. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Kevin Kelly. Yeah. I don't care if you're on the place to be. Yeah. Still making fun of you. Yeah. Throw us off. It's it's funny. Not even on it yet. We're going to get get thrown off.
3: Whoops. Sorry. We're not going to be in the place (laughs) anymore. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Anywho. Let's
3: get to this. So, I just want to... I'm going to go over the show a little bit. Yeah. Too. Um... What happens is is this opens up with a Royal like right after your the the credits are over for Right,
2: Freeze Frame on Rip. Uh,
3: freeze frame on rep credits with no holds barred slash pile driver playing. <laughs> and, right. And it opens with a nineteen ninety Royal Rumble promo.
2: Great pay per view, by the way. I really like the ninety yeah, is Rumble. That's a good one.
3: Okay. Then we cut to Gene. And he shows up clearly green screened in front of the fucking arena. Right. Like, you know, like they're, usual... like they do it for superstars yeah. and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Gene is saying how this is, was like such a great summer smash. Was it, was it even a hit? No, I don't even know. I think Vince broke
2: even at best on this movie. <sighs> Ugh.
3: Gene keeps hyping the rumble and we throw to Sean Mooney, your favorite. Sean, I love Sean actually Mooney. is kind of cool here. He, he's he's saying, "Follow me into the unknown." Follow me into the unknown, and he's like walking into the cage while they're like constructing it.
2: How is it the unknown?
3: I, I don't know. He's well. He'll tell us. He'll make it known in a second. <laughs> Sean shows us the cage being put together, and he's like just being all moony. Oh,
2: over here, you know, you put yeah. the bars on here, basically. Yeah, and, basically. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh. and I, I just I was I noted that it was funny seeing Sean
2: kill time because that's would,
3: basically what's happening here. It is.
2: I would. You know what I would love to see a Sean Mooney cooking show.
3: I'd just like to see Sean Mooney outtakes.
2: I would love to see anything with Sean Mooney. Like, first you put your meat over <laughs> here, your lordship, and then <laughs> you your <Lord> put, shit. <laughs> Then you boil the eggs and yep. you crack them, actually. This is basically
3: that, though. I yeah, mean, it's just him killing yeah. time. Um, Mooney likens the competitors to animals, telling us, this is the steel cage match. The match. It's the match
2: part of the Match the Movie pay per The steel cage match, the match. This is the steel cage match, the match. He, well, that's I,
3: what he says. He's not wrong. So we cut back to Gene... And he says, this is the greatest spectacular of all time, the no-holds-barred steel cage match.
2: He has a very loose definition of greatest spectacular. Is this
3: bigger than WrestleMania? Because it sounds like it's it. It's bigger
2: than the Rolling Stones.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Gene, okay, so this is where we get into the backstory uh, of all this. Yeah. So Gene alludes to some kind of backstory where Zeus and Hogan actually didn't like each other while filming that, the movie. That is... That's bullshit. bullshit. That's what I said. Yeah. And Gene throws to a video package. He also mentioned something about philosophical differences with Zeus while they were filming. What the fuck? So
2: Zeus didn't want to put him over in a scripted movie? What are they,
3: philosophers? Like, they're, like, (laughs) sitting, like, with, like... Pipes and like sitting on like puffy chairs and like, I don't agree with your politics, Hulk Hogan, or I'd, something. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> Zeus, like, debate with Hogan. Yeah, just with a Hogan. Re- regular debate. On puffy chair. What, yeah. what are they
2: debating? The 1800s? What do you mean puffy chairs <laughs> yeah. and pipes? What are you talking about? Because they call them
3: philosophers. That's what I think about with philosophers. Like, really? Yeah, astute. Like, they're in smoking jackets and
2: shit. What century?
3: This century. <laughs>
2: So they run us through uh, from Saturday Night's main event in May, where that's where Zeus made his first WWF appearance. Yep. and he kind of just showed up outside the cage and again dressed like a Dragon Ball Z character. Yes, yeah, yeah, like basically the same gear. He
3: just looks stupid. Yep. Zeus attacked Hogan in front of the cage with and with all these piped-in booze. Yeah, the crowd sweetening stupid. definitely. Yeah, and uh, then another clip from Saturday Night Main Event July. Yeah, July. Do you remember this episode?
2: I do. Okay, yeah. It shows Zeus somehow immune to steel chairs. And you know what I love about stuff like that? Is anytime Hogan tries to attack him with a chair and it doesn't work, and it happened with Sid, it happened with a few people, Hogan always looks like the biggest baby in the world yeah, when he, it like, doesn't work. Yeah, he, like, 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 oh, no, it didn't work. Well, how were you expecting to beat him otherwise? <laughs> Ugh, it's so stupid. So we hit SummerSlam now, which uh, had Tony Schiavone on commentary. Yeah, this is basically a, a, just a clip of the match. It's yeah. like Zeus knows. Selling it's basically we
3: keep hyping this thread that Zeus just is impervious to everything for no reason, really. Yeah, it's
2: never explained, right? No, it's never, like, never, ever explained. This is a year before The Undertaker,
3: yeah. There's I no don't get real it. like explanation. Maybe The Undertaker was to replace Zeus. That's what the big secret is of The Undertaker. Maybe Zeus
2: <laughs> should have come out of that egg and <laughs> fought <laughs> The Undertaker.
3: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, what is this now? Yeah. Okay, go this, ahead. This is so stupid. So, More back Saturday Night's to, event. Back to Saturday Night's Made event from October, and they cut to the Zeus, like, doing that, like, breaking ne- the neck spot. <laughs> Like, you know where he, like, grabs yeah, his neck? He does
2: it to fat lug. Yeah, wrench he does guy. it to
3: the same spot to wrench is in—Zeus does it at Saturday Night's Main Event in October.
2: You know, they didn't show it, but he also did that to Hogan at, I think, either Survivor Series or SummerSlam also. And, yes, they do show that, actually. From Survivor Series? Yeah, they do.
3: Um, The Survivor Series 89 oh, that you're happens. Right.
2: And you, you, I know you noted there was a lot of Saturday Night's Main Events in 89. Yeah! There, there were seems like there's one every month. They had a couple of extra summertime ones in '89. Okay. Also, the only reason it's all on Saturday that's been is because that's the only fucking time Hogan worked on TV.
3: It's true. Yeah. Basically, I mean, they're they're really like Hogan is net. We've watched the programming from there, and Hogan's never we, ever on TV ever. Maybe an interview. Yeah, that's it. Very
2: like three squash matches a year.
3: Yeah. This, okay. So <laughs> this is funny. The clip to Hogan and Beefcake cutting a promo. Hyping the cage is steel tempered, but luckily Hogan notes this that Brutus's steel clippers are steel tempered also, so they should be able to break through the cage.
2: Why did wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why does Brutus need to break through the cage?
3: I don't really know. Why but, does he
2: have his shears in the ring?
3: They can't I guess they're not gonna be able to climb over, so this is how they're gonna get out. He's gonna
2: cut a hole there's a door.
3: <laughs> there is a door. They didn't think this through. No, they Hogan just and Beefcake. they're just saying stupid shit. And just to add to the pile of mounds of stupid shit, Sherry shows up in that dumb dress that she jumped on sting. I know later. the one you mean. Yep. also the one from Survivor Series in eighty nine, I believe. Yeah. Oh, because this is at Survivor Series, like after whatever. Yeah. Um so Sherry throws she just starts Ah, I don't like you, and then throws powder in their faces. Was it cocaine? It looks like cocaine and by the, you, I mean, we know the promos, but we very well that went with this. Yeah. Hyping this up. They were cocaine infused, definitely. <sighs>
2: That's, yes. <laughs> right
3: after, right after she throws the cocaine in their face, Macho storms in with a dumb shirt with like tassels all <laughs> over it and Zeus beats them down. They both, they both beat him basically. And it's yeah. broken up by a bunch of stooge wrestlers. And then we get
2: a rumble ad, you know, the good pay per view. Yeah. The pay per view you want to see. Not this. Okay. This is where it starts. This gets weird.
3: Okay, this is where I notice, oh my god, this show exists
2: for one purpose. We're watching propaganda.
3: Yes. We go back to Gene, and he's hyping the rumble. And then he says, I need to inform you of some disturbing
2: (laughs) news. We're being bombed. No, 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 no. The president has died? No. No. Oh, Jack Tunney has died? No. Hulk Hogan has died? Not even close. Gene Okerlund has cancer? No. Oh, what's the disturbing news?
3: Some cable systems will not be showing the Rumble. (gasps) And possibly WrestleMania! (gasps) Oh my god. This fucking shit goes on a lot. And I will note it as we go through, but it
2: does not fucking stop the whole fucking show. This pretty much degenerates into, like, an infomercial yeah. for, like, protesting against the pay-per-view cable companies. Right, Essentially. and Gene says this. He, he says to, yeah. for you to call the cable company and tell them where you stand. See, this is where Vince is smart. I'm not saying good, I'm saying smart. Because what he did here is he ran some bullshit. Like, this is a match. This was from one of your standard tapings, right? this match. It was taped a couple of weeks before it aired. It's part of one of those long four-hour tapings, right? Nothing special, right? Vince is a genius because what he did is he took a movie that had already been made, right? He airs it on pay-per-view and takes this 12-minute fucking match, (laughs) promotes the shit out of it on the Cindy's for a few weeks, right? Right. And uses that to get an audience to be able to say, fuck the pay-per-view companies, they're not going to carry a Royal Rumble WrestleMania. That's all this turns out to be. That's what this is. That's what this is. This is pre-internet, so this is how he did it. Yup. Yup,
3: that's basically all this show is. That's what this is. That's, it's a commercial? It's fucking annoying, too. I I end up siding with the cable companies, and you know me, I hate the cable companies. <laughs> yeah,
2: Quinn just cut the cord recently. Yeah,
3: it, I fucking hate them, but they made me, like, hate, hate Vince more than the cable companies. <laughs> so, we cut to Zeus and Macho and Sherry, and another, you know, coked-out, babbling bullshit T- typical. promo. Yeah, typical of this time. Zeus says he will kill Hogan. I don't think he should be saying that. No, a lot of killing. They said that in the movie, too. He should have said, like, you know, typical 80s, like, I'm going to kick his butt. Yeah, no, but he says he's going to kill him. (laughs) That's what he literally says. So, and, you know, this is where we cut to the macho Sherry Zeus entrance Vincent Jesse on commentary
2: now, finally. Gorilla must have wanted nothing to do yeah, uh,
3: <laughs> with this whole thing. He's not involved at all. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Gorilla in anything we're looking at here. Back to Mooney interviewing Hogan and Beefcake. Ugh. Now, this is like live at the event, not from like, Survivor yeah, not, yeah. Series. Yeah. yeah. Hogan, na- uh, this is where <laughs> the big, oh my God, the croniness from Beefcake. Hogan names. <sighs> Beefcake, the number one Hulkamaniac. Well,
2: someone has to be.
3: I noted here, I fucking hate Beefcake. He's such a crony. Here, it's terrible Hogan anointing Beefcake. Number
2: one. You know what? You know what's weird? I would honestly think the number one Hulkamaniac is that fucking guy that always dresses up like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I would, too. Randy Hogan,
3: I think his name is. Uh, Randy? Wait, really? Yes. Like, from No Holds Barred, Randy? But not? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that weird, Randy Savage, Randy Hogan? Randy Newman, Randy
2: Johnson. So, <laughs> so what the fuck with this
3: Randy stuff? Oh, Randy. Randy Orton? <laughs> yeah, Rand- Randall Orton. Young okay. Randall. <laughs> they keep calling it the no-holds-barred steel cage match. What does that even mean? Aren't all
2: steel cage matches no-holds-barred? I
3: don't know. I-, I-, I thought so. Like, honestly? So, Hogan and Beefcake make entrance, and the crowd actually sounds legit, like, for them.
2: I'm sure they are. I mean... Yeah, they, they, they did get it It is Hulk Hogan.
3: Now, this is weird. When they're making their entrance, Hogan brings the chain and padlock and
2: key and gives it to the ref. First of all... How? What? Why are they padlocking the door? You don't need to. That's it unnecessary. Has, like, it has the little auto lock on it, like a bathroom yeah. stall lock.
3: Yeah. It's really S- insane.
2: Stupid. And then Sherry gets involved, right? Yeah, she
3: jams the door on Hogan before he can get in and starts locking him out of the cage so Zeus can like beat up Brutus. Good. Hulk fights his way back in, of course, making Macho look dumb. From he WrestleMania like beats up
2: Macho Man from like the outside, and like I swear, from WrestleMania five till Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania six, Hogan's whole mo on the side was making Macho Man look dumb. It's so annoying. So
3: Zeus finally turns it around, like once they like make it back in, like they start like dominating a little bit, and then Zeus turns it around. Um, and Savage tries to escape while Zeus is kind of like
2: beating them up. But Vince says both men have to escape. And that's the thing that has always bugged me fundamentally about tag team cage matches from then. Is when you escape, yeah. then your partner is left two on oh, one. Oh, they note
3: this. They say there's some kind of strategy or something. You have to
2: time it right. Like It doesn't make sense because basically the two guys that are still there can beat the shit in theory. Especially actually. Zeus. Right. And if then both lost- walk out together. Yeah. I, it's so Fundamental weird. issues there, but there's pinfalls on this too, aren't there? Yeah, uh, yeah, there is. This match is retarded. It's really stupid. Um,
3: so Beefcake brings Savage back in, like, because they're like fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sherry tries to help Savage, but Beefcake bashes her in the head into Macho, like, course. on the cage or whatever. Somehow the heels take control again after this,
2: and then Vince gets on his soapbox, right? Yup,
3: yup. Vince compares the fans being upset about the heels taking a control, oh, by Like by this domination to how upset they will be if they miss the rumble and mania because of the cable companies.
2: What a fuck.
3: Fuck this shit. This is the
2: same guy that compared 9-11 to the steroid trials. And
3: I noted, does this show only exist to crap on cable companies? Like at this point, like at this point, I I noticed it.
2: It's a quick
3: buck. Yeah, it's bullshit. Now the faces turn around simultaneously suplexing the heels while they try to escape on both sides. All the men are down now. Like after like all this hobula. Uh the ref attempts to go in and check on them, but Sherry bangs the door into Hebner, and he's out now. <laughs> Good. Fuck door Hebner. is open, and Sherry decides to climb the cage, like Sherry always
2: likes Sherry to do. Sherry will always climb a cage, I always take Sherry. a bump. I mean, she's the best.
3: She passes the chain to Savage when she gets up the cage. The the padlock chain, yeah, the padlock chain so that Hogan brought his own chain. Ah, that's called irony. Yeah. So, Savage then goes for what looks like a double axe handle from the top of the cage in his hand. That's awesome. But he doesn't get it. Of course not. Brutus counters, like a punch to the gut. Now Hogan up, and he can't slam Zeus. Which,
2: okay, why can't he slammed Andre the motherfucking giant? What did he weigh, like 900 pounds? And he, Something like that. Didn't he die a few he days later? He died the later? next day, according to <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> Why can't he slam Zeus? Can't make this shit up, folks. He already did slam him at SummerSlam. I think because his back's supposed to be
3: hurt, but I can't really tell. It's, I, everything's happening so Hogan fast is here. He's such a
2: puss sometimes, you know that? <laughs>
3: yeah, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, he can't slam him, and we're back to the other side with Brutus and Macho fighting. They're fighting up the cave while Hulk is hulking up now against Zeus. Beefcake mm. fights off Savage and escapes, leaving Hogan by himself. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, um, I know. Um, Savage ex- exits the door to fight <laughs> Brutus on the outside. So now it's supposed to be one versus one, Bru- um, you know, and, Zeus yeah. versus Hogan. And then
2: Brutus tries to come back in.
3: Yeah. Like a bitch. Hogan do- just dominates Zeus. Three leg drops and he pins him. I'd say this is a pretty normal Hogan match. You know, it's Hogan formula. Yeah, it's the. It's there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Yeah, and I mean, even the ending, the faces celebrate. You know, with Brutus, of course, being a fucking stooge. The whole yeah, time. fuck him. yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, yeah. but then it go, we go back to C span here. Yeah, okay. Now Jesse, while they're celebrating, starts talking about the cable companies and he starts crapping on them. And he, during the celebration, and Jesse says it's a First Amendment right. That entitles us to see the Rumble and Mania.
2: I don't think he understands the Constitution.
3: No, I don't think. But then again, he was a governor later. So then a uh a very long Royal Rumble m- montage, like with the <laughs> participants montage. And I I noted that s- the the only one that was notable is Snuka goes all the superstars of the wrestling
2: federation. If he would have spent more time learning how to talk and less time killing people.
3: Aw. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean. Yeah, I I don't know. His promos are not known as good. Yeah, it's
2: he's fucking weird. And we get a Hogan victory promo. Now, we get
3: a Hogan victory promo, and this is, okay, this is the final nail in the coffin for this show. (sighs) Hogan says he couldn't ever lose with the number one Hulkamaniac beefcake, so that's strike one, because fuck Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, seriously. Hogan talks about the Rumble and how he's going to win it by posing, and Hulkamaniac could defeat 150 wrestlers at once. Strike 2. Horrible. That should be a video game. Now, this is where... This is Strike 3, and this is insane. Someone hands Gene a note from the side of the screen in the middle of the promo so he can tell Hulk that some people won't be able to watch the Rumble because of cable companies. (sighs) Fuck you, WWE. Fuck you. Doesn't Hogan... It, no, it goes on. Yeah, he starts to cut a promo here he about starts the to cable cut, companies. Hogan is very upset about this and says Hulk, Hulksters have placed bets on Hulk, and they can't miss this because of that. What the fuck? Gambling? Yeah, they're Gambling. Now, Hogan mentions that we need to band together to somehow vote to get the Rumble and Mania. There's no election. What vote? There's some kind of voting, according Are to Hogan. Are you
2: serious? Yes, it's real. Yeah, but isn't that WWF propaganda? There's no real. It's not like the cable companies were like, here's a survey. I don't know who I'm voting to. Is
3: there like a, um, some kind of election coming Just up? Just vote for Ralph it's Nader. It's December. Uh, there can't be. Ralph Nader. Anyway. Always. I'm kidding. (laughs) Anyway, this promo wraps up. This is ridiculous. With the most absurd what you gonna do Hulkamania thing. He goes, What you gonna do cable systems when Hulkamania, the Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania run wild on you?
2: I would have loved if WrestleMania 6, the main event, was Hulk Hogan versus cable systems. Like Comcast
3: or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just leg drops the logo. <laughs> oh my god. They, uh, basically, just to wrap it up, montage with No Holds Barred theme playing in the background, and like I said, this show is just basically a cable it company is. propaganda.
2: This whole thing. thing was a masturbatory exercise in Vince McMahon getting fans to pay money. I don't know how much this costs. I didn't look it up, but it costs money. Probably 15 bucks, I would think. It probably wasn't, though.
3: The norm- to watch well,
2: then this, again, the movie is on to it. To so. watch this shit fest of a movie, first of all, <laughs> yeah. that anyone who's ordering this already saw the damn well, thing in we theaters. Well, we can say this.
3: Vince didn't break even then. He got a little above even because of this stupid thing. But
2: that's why Vince McMahon is one of the smartest businessmen yeah. and knows jack shit about what people actually want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. He gave them shit, and they paid for it. They paid for shit because shit is what sold. Back
3: you then. you could have probably watched this match on Coliseum video later on. It
2: was on Coliseum yeah, video. It, yeah. it was either on one of the Hulkamania tapes, the Hulk, you know, yeah, Hulk itself. <laughs> or it was on one of the Super tapes. Yeah, but either way, I saw this match as a like young youngster. I was yeah. younger. I saw it on one of the Coliseums. It's. Like I don't it's know. whatever. It's just yeah, like a regular Hulk match, but from a TV taping. But in
3: that one, probably the the commentary with the cable company's bullshit was cut out because it's probably Lord shit and. No, fucking it's not Looney. Lord shit.
2: No, they. I think they left it in.
3: Uh, oh, I didn't know that.
2: Well, it doesn't matter, folks.
3: So, yeah, I, I mean, basically, the bottom line: cable company propaganda is the match part, right. essentially.
2: So there you go. We have successfully reviewed No Holds Barred the match and the movie.
3: Yep. Knock that
2: one off. Back after this.
3: I can't believe this you is know, happening. I can't believe this is
1: going down either, me and Gene. My little holsters have already placed bets. They've already told their friends that they're betting on Hulkamania to win the Royal Rumble. And they got to see it, brother. And as far as Wrestlemania goes, that would be the sin against all of my little holsters if they didn't get to watch that go down. Just remember, little holsters, Hulkamania rules. And this is an America. This is a democracy. So cast your vote. Call the local cable companies. Call the one nearest your home Because if they don't want to let you see Royal Rumble If they don't want to let you see Wrestlemania All we need to do is band together Like we always have Call them on the telephone Drive them crazy Get the Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania in your home And what you gonna do, cable systems When Hulkamania, the Royal Rumble And Wrestlemania runs wild on you Again, congratulations Make the telephone call Hulk Hogan,
4: one of a kind In a no-holds bar Christmas spectacular.
2: And welcome back to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast. This is our holiday special if you're still with us after that atrocity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we applaud you. A lot of, uh, wrestling and movie. A lot of wrestling and movie. I just want to remind everyone, if you're still listening here this Monday, December 26th, that you can find us on Twitter at OVP Podcast, right, Quinn? Yeah. They can also email us at OVPPodcast at gmail.com. That is podcast at gmail.com. Quinn, they can subscribe where?
3: They can subscribe on the iTunes, the uh, Google Play Music, if they s- are so willing. <laughs> yep. And also the Stitcher. Oh, yeah, the Stitcher. Where else? The Blueberry. Who cares? <laughs> Fm.player.web. Player.fm.foot. Yeah, whatever that is that we don't sign up for and they just take our podcast.
2: (laughs) And starting next week, January 2nd, you can find us at the Place to Be Nation. We're going to be in that place. (laughs) (laughs) The Place to Be. And we'll have have some great, great things in store for you in January. We'll be resuming next week, of course, with episode 12 of season 2. Well, episode 12... A.K.A. Season 2, Episode 2. Right, this isn't a numbered episode, folks. No, this does not deserve a number. No, no, <laughs> this isn't
3: canon, technically.
2: No, no canon here. Uh, we'll it's also- kind of a Gaiden
3: of some kind. A Gaiden? It, a Gaiden. Gaiden. Japanese games. Yes. I don't
2: know. We'll also have Scott Keith in a few weeks yep. at the end of January before the Royal Rumble for right, our right. Royal Rumble special. Very excited about that. One thing I wanted to give a gift here. We had a request, Quinn. Yeah.
3: Because it's we listen to our fans.
2: This is for the fans. And we do follow back. We are not Mishlovka Yep, from Russia. And we figured also that, I mean, if this is
3: Christmas, that's right. It's a time it's of giving. The holiday season. It's time to give back to
2: the fans. So, Dave Corbin on Twitter, asked us to talk about the Berserker. Okay. Yeah, sure. I liked him. You did? I did, actually. You Hmm. know why? I'll be honest. The main reason why I liked the Berserker was the Hus. Really? Yes. I thought you were going to say the Fuzzy Boots, but... No, I like the Barbarian's Fuzzy (laughs) Boots better. Hmm. He's got white Fuzzy Boots, though. He has white Fuzzy Boots. Now, Quinn, did you know when he debuted in early 91, maybe January, February... He actually debuted as the Viking. Huh. Briefly. Now, now was that the plan all along? I don't know. Why was he changed as the Berserker? Well, the Berserker is like another name for the people that came from that area back in the fucking 1600s or 10s. And the only Berserker
3: I've ever heard of is from like Final Fantasy
2: or something. This is not that. (laughs) But basically, he debuted as the Viking... Shortly after he changed to the Berserker. Jim Nord? What's his John name? John Nord. Yeah, John no, you're Nord. close. That's oh. good, Quinn. Not bad. Not okay. bad, Quinn. John Nord. Uh, he, before that, he was in, you know, other territories. He was Nord the Barbarian. He had a few different names. Now I
3: got a question. Yes. Is this guy supposed to basically be Bruiser Brody? Because I always yes. thought that. Like,
2: didn't Bruiser Brody go Huss also, kind of? I'm pretty sure they're like the same thing. He, he's like a Brody knockoff.
3: Yeah. Now this is the closest thing they ever had to Brody. I know Brody was in WWF for like a minute in like the early 80s or something. 70s,
2: wasn't it? Or was maybe, 80s? yeah, I
3: I thought it was like 81. I'm not. I could be mistaken, he's, but
2: yeah, he's Brody-ish. You know, you know who also was a were Brody clones was Jacob and Eli Blue.
3: That's true, and they look like the Berserker also. Exactly. They got the brown shirt. Yep, yeah, it's the same, same style fucking thing.
2: Now no one is Bruiser Brody. No, no one is, but. The berserker he, tried to he be. He was close. I mean, he was never, ever, ever. He barely made it to pay per view. I mean, I think the only pay per views he made it to were the Rumbles, right? Yeah, I don't uh, remember him having a he sing- Survivor Series of some kind. Maybe ninety one, but I don't even know if he was. He. I don't remember him ever having a singles match. I on do pay-per-view. remember
3: Fuge the Stooge was with him.
2: Yeah, Fuji managed him. So he must have known martial arts in there somewhere. His last pay-per-view was Royal Rumble 1993.
3: Oh, man, he was there that he long? He was there Fuck. for two
2: years. Here's where I think they missed the boat with him. And I mean this, too. He wasn't really unlikable. They should have had him be, like, a low-level face.
3: Hmm. Huss. Plus, yeah, the know. Viking ears hat. I don't know if that would have worked. For the kids. He's supposed to be menacing. If you make He him wasn't, a, if, though. He was goofy, wasn't he? Yeah, but he? if you make him a face, he's even more of a goof. I guess so. He just becomes Man Mountain Rock or
2: some shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's just... He's goofy anyway as a heel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not really, like, ever... I never bought him as a threat like any match I saw with the Berserker. I'm never like, oh, this guy's gonna win. Yeah, I feel
3: like I remember Gorilla kind of making fun of him being a goof too.
2: Yeah, and his other thing is like his finisher was like he would just throw a guy to the outside.
3: I always, I never <laughs> knew what this
2: guy's finisher was. I always thought it was like a clothesline or something. No, he like threw you over the top rope and then you got counted out.
3: He just kind of was just like I, like I said, all I really felt about the Berserker was is that he was just low rent like, Bruiser Brody. Like, he kind of was. That's, like, basically all he is. Like, but I'm gonna
2: say, I actually liked him.
3: Did you? I, I did. I have no I was, reason you not know what, to. You know what it is with me? I was neither here or there with the Berserker. I, there was no, like, I love the Berserker because he's goofy, nor was there... I, I like the Berserker because he's goofy, or you, know? you don't,
2: or you dislike him because yeah. he's goofy. Yeah. Basically, you're just like you accept him for what it is, right? But exactly. That's kind of it. Yeah. Basically. And that's kind of my thoughts on him. I mean, I know he went to WCW. He was kind of like a low level, almost a jobber, basically, under his real name John Nord, in like the late nineties, maybe ninety eight. Was he in the like Attitude Era? Yeah, something? but in WCW.
3: Oh, WCW, okay.
2: So not the Attitude, whatever their yeah. era was, the big boys
3: playing era. The the big boys sucking because that was 99?
2: <laughs> the WCW slash NWO era. Okay, that's, that's, a good, the, that's a good- That's what it was, You're basically. coining a term. Thank you, I coined. Look you at coined. me, I coined. You made some coin I there. made some coin. Yeah. So that was one request we had. Overall, Dave Corbin, thank you for the request. Uh, Yeah, I liked him. I'm not, yeah, like, there's and not I'm, much to say about him. And I'm here. I'm I'm whatever. You whatever. are here. Yeah, I, I just, see you. I'm just here. I him. see you right I- now. Quinn and I are in the same room. If you didn't know that by now, if you haven't been listening to every episode, Quinn and I are looking right at each other. We are. I see you. I see you too. <laughs> so we also had another request here. We had some great feedback from Ruben Vesquez Jr., Mm-hmm. Um, about episode 11, last week's episode, about our championship wrestling review from 1978. Cool. He was hoping maybe one day we would do an AWA episode. And You know what, Ruben? We will. We have a few other things lined up that we want to get to. Right. A few random picks we're going to have. So we will get to AWA. Just stay tuned. We'll yeah. be there in a few weeks. Stay tuned, Ruben, because I definitely want to look at some AWA stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Quinn and I, I- I'll be honest, Quinn and I are our main our main area of expertise is WWF, but but we have a good good understanding and a lot of we've yeah. watched a lot of WCW NWA stuff. We know a lot about ECW. We watched a lot of ECW. I've watched a lot of
3: ECW. Yeah. I'll tell you
2: that much. And I'll be honest though, the most AWA I've watched has been the DVD that the WWE put out about Which, ten Which, by the ago. way,
3: just while we're here. We can comment on that DVD because that DVD is fucking awesome. I love it. Now, do you feel like it feels like a tragedy, like a little bit, like even though it's not the triumph and tragedy like WCCW, but I always like at the end of that DVD feel like bad for them.
2: I'll tell you this, folks: this is a true story. Is I was there, watching. The- <laughs> I was watching this, uh, I guess, about two years ago. Early, early when the network came out, you know. Yeah, well, on,
3: yeah, it, it went on the network, ago. but we
2: had the DVD, like the actual. No, DVD. I know, and I, I saw it before that, but I happened to be watching it up in bed with with uh, my wife, and I fell asleep about halfway through. Next day, <laughs> she says to me. I felt so bad for Vern Ganya He seemed like a nice man. <laughs> I, I felt the
3: same afterwards. Now, I know that Vern wasn't is known. Not, he's
2: not known as a nice man. But
3: that DVD portrays him as a nice old man. Didn't he kill a guy? He, it was like an, he in a was wrestling like match. Senile, no, he was like senile or something. But didn't in they his, wrestle? Like, he basically, from my understanding is he, he didn't know where he was because he, this is like. Recently, like, yeah, it was like
2: ten. Yeah, within the last ten years, he's
3: basically in a nursing home. Like you know, like he's on his way out. I didn't. Did he die? Actually, I think he died recently. I think he's dead. Yeah. Well, he was on his. You know, he was kind of on his last legs. But I think something happened, and he he lost awareness of he had where Alzheimer's, he. Alzheimer's. Yeah he 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 got lost or something, and he started trying to wrestle. Some well, other guy. Some other guy in the play. He didn't mean anything didn't, by it. He didn't know where he was.
2: I have like, nothing against Vernania. Yeah. I don't know enough about him to really have too much of yeah. an opinion. I don't have anything against him. I don't. I from what I do understand from various things, you know, he probably was a little too stubborn for his own good. Yeah, that I mean, that I think we that's can agree the DVD kind of says that. Yeah. Even he admits that. Yeah. Really, from what I understand, that's. His, by the way, his son Greg seems like a really nice mm. guy. Not a great wrestler,
3: but Greg seems to have seems a mind like for a the business. Good guy to, and yeah. a
2: good, like genuine,
3: like yeah. real guy. I mean, it's his doing that they made contact again with
2: the yeah. WWE and inducted Vern into the Hall of Fame. Right, exactly. So Ruben Vesquez Jr., don't worry, we will. Because I I like watching stuff I I would be seen. interested yeah
3: I would definitely be interested especially during the heyday years like the eighty four eighty five would be
2: yeah more interesting, interesting. Rick Martel champion era.
3: What's the, no, 84 is like when, that's right Rick before Burrell. Hogan, well, I'm thinking right, like, after Hogan left, like, and they, it was
2: still good. The heyday is probably when Hogan was there, no? 83, you think? 82, 83? Yeah, yeah sure. maybe around that. Nick Bockwinkle, that era. Well,
3: we'll have to discuss we're gonna air pick, what we're going to pick.
2: We'll probably just pick, those some random shit, because yeah. that's the way we're going to be doing these reviews, We're not going to know going in. No, I have a couple of things in mind, Quinn. I actually think we should probably hit up some weird WCW stuff.
3: Oh, definitely. We
2: should probably hit up some weird mid 90s WWF stuff. I agree with that. Maybe <laughs> some Japan shit. I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. I mean, we got to get Japan under our belt. We, go, we got to get Japan. Dave Meltzer will like us then. Yeah, we'll be really popular <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> IWC. Yeah, the IWC. Uh, folks, Quinn and I are going to give each other some gifts. It's right gift now. time here, in It's the- gift giving time. <laughs> Where's the Christmas tree? Ah, uh, we're right under it right now wow. as we gather around. Yep. Folks, we have in front of us the WWF merchandise catalogs. Now, I have in front of me the Spring and Summer 1991 WWF catalog. Quinn has the Winter 90-91 It's catalog. December 90
3: WWF magazine. Right, and so. I have
2: the April 91 WWF magazine. Yeah. We're going to give each other some gifts. Quinn, I want to give you one here, and I think you'll really like this. Okay. I know you've been wanting this. It's the Ultimate Warrior Neon Wristband Set. Oh, wow. You you can add this to your collection of warrior wristbands with the hot look of
3: neon. It's so hot.
2: (laughs) Was it going to burn my hands off? (laughs) It's ridiculous. I I have these, two on my catalog. I know. Aren't they beautiful? Pink
3: and green. They're pretty big for... Where's fans, huh? Like, are these made for wrestlers or people? I don't know. They're pretty big, actually. They're on like a tube on my picture. Here. Yeah, I
2: have them on a tube <laughs> that's, also. That's really odd. Now, folks, if you weren't familiar with WWF Magazine at the time, you got so many different options of WWF branded merchandise. So we're and, just going to run through some of them. And for I'm going to note you have the option to
3: charge it, as it says. Call 203-353-2800, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m to 5pm. See order form for
2: details. What do you think that number is now? Like a porno? Probably. It,
3: it, that's what it always reverts to. These it's numbers. always porn, you know, right? Yeah, it, they just
2: it, jump on it.
3: Yeah, they just, they they like, oh, WWF had that shit, let's get it. <laughs> like some kid's gonna see that in a magazine. Not even a kid, some old guy like us is gonna see that in a magazine and call it.
2: What do you got for me, Quinn?
3: You know, I really wanted to give you this because <laughs> I like this hat here, which first of all, it, the hat, it looks like like a train conductor shaped hat, (laughs) which is really weird. And it says on it, Hulk Hogan Python Python power. power? Yeah. I got that for you too. Oh my God. What the hell is Python power? Apparently this is the description. It says we've updated our most popular red painter's cap with Hulk Hogan (laughs) Python power logo topped off with the WWF logo in yellow, which is on top of the head adjustable strapped fit all American made. It is American made by the it way. It is American
2: made. Ho- Any Hogan gear can't be made yeah, in Hogan. China. Yeah, Hogan
3: is. <laughs> 795 by the way.
2: Yeah, here too. Yeah. Quinn, you've done some painting in your lifetime. I've done some painting. Have you ever worn a cap while doing it? <laughs> no. Have you? No. <laughs> I've never in my life.
3: Is that what you're sp- Is that so you don't get the paint in your hair? Yeah. Who gives a shit about that, right? I mean, but then again, I would like to look like Hulk Hogan while I painted. Remember when Hogan wore that cap? Because I don't... Remember when Hogan painted? (laughs)
2: Remember when he was a guest on Joy of Painting with Bob Ross?
3: Yeah. By the way, he looks like so... He's starting to, like... Even though I have the December 91, he's starting to revert into that, like, Hogan I don't like. The slim Hogan from the (laughs) mid-90s.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The WCW Hogan, as we say. Yeah. So, Quinn, I'm going to do you one better here. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to give you, because you are one of my best friends for all these years, a WWF friendship bracelet. Oh, thank you. You can wear them. You can give them to friends. These bracelets are hand-woven in a car- colorful array of designs with the names of your favorite WWF superstars. Now, I
3: got this one, too, in mine. But I would like to tell you the versions you can get in mine. Okay. And Let's see if there's a difference. Okay. The Rockers, uh, it says it in the listing. I, I don't know. have them. The Ultimate Warrior, I have him. Uh, Hulk rules, of course. I have the Hulk himself. Hitman, you have Brett. I don't have Brett. Yep, and uh, Brutus Beefcake. Oh, ooh. here's that who fucking Stooge.
2: Yeah, Crumb. he
3: needs a friendship bracelet because he's friends with Hogan. That's how they maintain
2: friendship, right? <laughs> it is. I've got Big Boss Man. Uh, I don't have Big Boss Man. I got Jake Roberts. Nope. Bushwhackers. Nope. Legion of Doom.
3: No, wow. I don't have any of that. You have the wrestling buddies? Yes, I do have the wrestling buddies. Warrior? Um, I got Warrior, DiBiase. Savage? Savage, and Hulk. Hulk. Okay. Now the wrestling buddies, I love those, actually. Did you ever have them, Quinn? I had a, um, the newer version from the Attitude era, to be honest with you. Oh, the late 90s I, version. I don't remember. I don't remember which one I had. Actually, it might have even been the WCW. WCW Goldberg version, I think. That's funny. I had the WCW Hollywood Hogan. They talked.
2: Yeah. Remember? And they, they like, if you bent their arm, they'd be like, Oh, that hurts, brother. But Hogan no-sold everything. Now, I also had a hand-me-down. Like, my mom's, like, friend's son. I have that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff, too. I had like, like, your mom's friend's kid or something? Yeah, some
3: shit like that. And I had figures yeah. because of that. Hasbro's.
2: So he gave me the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, nice. I had the Warrior. I don't know where... I wish I you know, still had I that. You know, I remember the Warrior looking as shitty on the buddy here. <laughs> no, he did. Believe me. Okay. Now, these well, were only 20 bucks when they came out. What do you think they're... Do you think they're worth anything now? I've probably. never looked. 1995, it says. Yeah, 20... Eh. 1995. 20 bucks.
3: I bet you knew they're worth something.
2: They you probably think? beat
3: the shit out of now if you got them from some kid.
2: Yeah. They were a good idea, though, weren't they? They were a good they idea. Were I do think it's a
3: great... What kid didn't wrestle as pillow? No, what kid didn't, but these are shaped like wrestlers, and you can, like, body slam and stuff. Hell it's awesome. yeah! Now... I want to j- give you a gift, honestly. You're, oh! You, you held me up. I didn't get to give... Now you oh, gave me ahead. two. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You okay. You gave me two, and All now
2: right. I feel bad. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead.
3: I want to give you the Bushwhackers t-shirt, because... The little girls that are wearing it in my picture, it is way too big for them.
2: Really? Yeah. What are they wearing? It is like a nightgown?
3: That's basically what it looks like. I mean, we could find out if one of them Stephanie because it's 1990. I doubt
2: it. But um, <laughs> she, where to
3: Stephanie? She is Bush- an- <laughs> bushwhackers t-shirt. Oh, uh, where to Stephanie? Uh, yeah. Uh, my my description says catch the bushwhacker craze when you wear this one size fits all
2: t shirt. That's always a keyword for cheap. <laughs> yeah,
3: with colorful design of one of your favorite WWF tag teams.
2: Yeah, sure. Who's ta- someone's uncle? Maybe is like their favorite tag team is a bushwhackers. It it, it also makes a great night shirt. It says, "I
3: told you, yeah. I told you, it would be a 50, good night 50% shirt." Fifty percent cotton, fifty percent polyester blend, made in the USA. One hundred percent horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Now, Quinn, I have one to give you. Mm -hmm. You'll like this one. I want to give you the Hulk Rules teddy bear. Aww. Yeah. I I got that. It's 15 inches tall. It's made from soft. 100% acrylic. (laughs) Remember how acrylic is so soft? (laughs) Yes, the softest. It's ready to step into the ring. Oh, is it? Yeah. Now, I never had one of these teddy bears, and I never liked the idea of a teddy bear cosplaying a wrestler. It's a little weird. It always bothered me. Let me ask you something. Did yours have the Ultimate Warrior one on it, too? I do have the Ultimate Warrior here as well, and it's more disturbing than the Hulk Hogan one.
3: Oh, yeah? Is the Hulk Hogan one the champion in yours? Uh, yeah. yeah. The Ultimate isn't it. Yeah. Wait, but that's wrong in December of 1990, isn't right. it? Right, but
2: Hogan won't even job to another teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. He's he, just like, nope, I'm no the champion, brother, brother. My <laughs> teddy
3: bear version won't not have the belt. <laughs> Fuck you, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Fuck you. I got a really good gift for you, actually. Okay, what do you got? You're going to love this one. What is that? Hulk Hogan Yo-Yo.
2: <gasps> Ooh.
3: It says Hulk Hogan Yo-Yo. Spend hours... Of playtime fun with the Hulk Hogan yo-yo. Become a pro at doing tricks and stunts. 295.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute. First of all, is that like hours like total lifetime usage or hours every day? I don't know. But by the way, Hogan's
3: a champion on the (laughs) yo-yo.
2: No, he's not. uh, Is he really?
3: Well, his picture is like really shittily animated, but the box is like Hogan with the belt on. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) That guy won't even job on a yo-yo. And also, um, what about this stunts part? What I get the tricks, but stunts, what are you doing? Backflips while you yo yo here? You would think Hogan would like not, you know how he is with the kids, as we just saw in the movie. He would be very upset if you did like stunts that got hurt. Yeah, got I know. Hurt, right. I that, mean, yeah, you're right. I also see something on here that I think you will love to talk about. Oh, what the WWF championship belts,
2: this fucking shitty ass version. Because yep. I have that too. Yep. And we've t- talked about this before. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know what design they based the <laughs> world title on. <laughs> if, what is it? I can't figure it out. But That's it, not a belt I've ever seen. It does not look maybe the eighty like the
3: eighty six belt, maybe. <laughs> now do you have a superstar T section? I do actually. Okay. So I'd like to give you a couple of teas. Oh, thank you. You're so, very nice. So I got the Immortal Hulk Hogan tee. It's immortal? a red tee with Hulk doing his, uh, you know, the po- the one arm, you know, the pose thing that he does. That's very
2: interesting. I actually have the Hulk Rules tee,
3: and he's ripping his shirt on it. Oh, you mean rip? rip yeah, is rip-, rip. Rip is ripping his shirt. Uncle Rip. Yeah, I got I got one for you. Okay. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Which shirt is it? I have him too. It's it's not the hot rod shirt. It's no? like a picture the hot of Scott. him. No, it's a picture of him in the hot, like doing like a smiley, like like an actual picture of him. It, yeah, we have. But the same now one. Piper's hair is different in uh, in the shirt versus no, the
2: picture, right? Yes, he's like his hair is like slicker or something. I have the rockers, and they look like they're in an eighties metal band in mine. Yeah,
3: are they, like, blue shirts? Yes. Yeah, I got that, too. I have the heart foundation, do you?
2: No, I don't Ooh, have the I heart I have the foundation. heart foundation in, the, like, wife beaters. I
3: got the Ultimate Warrior in a weird, like, white shirt that says Ultimate Warrior, and it's, like, a picture of his face. Oh, I have him in pink. That's weird. Yeah. I got a Big Boss Man shirt where it, the shirt makes him look fat. Is he wearing the hat in the picture? No, he's got his nightstick in his hand, like, the and then in the on his shirt, it's also the Big Boss Man with his nightstick, but it's animated. Well, you know what
2: I have, Quinn, for you? I have the Big Boss Man hat. <gasps> Justice won't be served until you wear this black polymesh baseball hat designed especially for the Big Boss Let Man. Let me ask you something about that yes, shirt, sir. Joseph.
3: Um, Is that the one that he wore and looked dumb, like the hat that, yeah. that, that looks stupid it's that literally, he kept wearing? It's yes. the one you don't like. Fuck that hat. You I don't never want that. Don't give that to me for Christmas.
2: <laughs> I don't want that. Now, I have something very interesting. Okay. Do you remember Quinn when Brett Hart well, the Hart Foundation first turned face first Brett went through this weird phase where his sunglasses were like weird
3: Yeah they were just like regular sunglasses right
2: Yeah then he got the Hitman sunglasses but the dear- Hitman shades Hitman shades do you remember the silver version of them Yes I do are they selling them there They are selling them That's here That's weird I've only seen the pink ones in the
3: flesh cuz my friend the pink. had them my friend adam
2: your friend had them i actually had them i don't know where they went i had them until like my late 20s now i have to say i always had a temptation
3: to rip them like owen hart did <laughs> cuz <'Cause, laughs> i've thought of that too yeah, actually like, believe mm, it or not
2: oh, i want to do this i wonder now. how easy this is to rip them
3: i got a novelty section ooh what's that uh would you like a WWF sports bag? Oh, I actually have one already. Is it the ultimate carry-all bag? Yes, it's a roomy 18 by 9 inch with adhesive closed side pockets, web handles, and
2: adjustable shoulder strap. Is it in black with a bold two-sided WWF logo plus royal <laughs> blue and yellow trim sides? It's made of super
3: sturdy PVC back nylon. Yes, it is. I We got the same thing for each other. Fourteen ninety <laughs> five. <gasps> mine was seventeen ninety five. Oh, I got a bargain I They I got ripped been... off
2: I got ripped quote Wait, Yeah, you got ripped Which is weird Because yours this. is
3: after mine So mine's cheaper How does that make any sense?
2: They must have jacked up the price
3: Yeah, but jacking it up Usually they have excess, right? True That's odd um, What about your posters?
2: Oh, I have posters
3: Oh, I got one here. I'm really excited about because I want this one—the sensational she- Queen Ooh, Sherry poster. I don't have her. Yeah, it's her in the little, the black dress where she's like, like grabbing her arms or something. That was that sound effect. Err. Err, that's what she's. That's when you press the poster, it makes that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that? That's um. Oh, it doesn't. Say, I don't. Mine are think. six bucks. Wait, all my, five ninety uh, five. Oh yeah, mine are all nine. I'm sorry. Yes, on the top it says five ninety five for all of them. Do you have a the model Rick Martell poster where he's like on a beach standing against like a
2: dock or something? No, but I wish I did.
3: Oh well, I'll have to get that for you.
2: I'll tell you what though, Quinn. I have a Texas tornado poster, but it's only one foot tall.
3: Oh, (laughs) no, you didn't just do that. I did. Because of his
2: foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I don't have a Texas tornado poster, (laughs) but I do have a dusty poster where he's like making a really weird pose that I probably couldn't even describe to you.
2: (laughs) He looks really weird. He's bending in a way that people his size should not be able to be. (laughs) It's really weird. Not in a good way.
3: What else do we got in this catalog here? Let's see. After the posters, I have... Oh, I got something really good All right, you. what do you got? I've got a WWF corduroy hat. <laughs> I don't want that. No, but the best part is it's a picture of Duggan wearing it where the hat's going over his eyes, and the letters HO are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> no. Yep. That's <laughs> I'm real. i looking at it now.
2: It's real. I don't have a section with hats.
3: Well, there's also a rocker strap for your head thing. I don't want that. Headband. I, oh, I do
2: have the Hitman shades. In silver, right? In silver also, yeah. Didn't you think personally that those were cool? I like the silver version. I
3: do like the silver version.
2: I have an Ultimate Warrior painter's cap if you want it. <laughs> well,
3: I'll go with the, um... With the Hogan one, yeah, right? We can exchange painter's cap. Now, I got... My catalog is coming to an end, it looks like.
2: Mine as well. But
3: I have something really great. Okay. To be honest with you. What do you have? It's a Hulk Hogan bomber jacket, it looks like. Um, what? Yeah, it's big.
2: And it says Hulk Hogan on the back with him posing. That's fantastic. I'm looking at it right now, folks. I would wear that jacket if I could track one down. It's pretty I would awesome. Wear it to I the bet store. you um,
3: I bet you Randy the Hulk guy or whatever would wear Randy it. Randy Hogan, yeah. Yeah.
2: The last page of my catalog, Quinn, mm-hmm. is the new Ultimate Warrior larger than life poster.
3: What do you mean by larger than life? Well,
2: this 24-inch by 76-inch larger-than-life poster of Ultimate Warrior is the champion of room decor. So lifelike. He looks as if he's ready to spread warrior wildfire in your home. I don't want him starting a fire in my house. What is warrior wildfire? Did he ever say
3: that? No, I don't think so. Now, is he the champion in that poster, or is Hulk still somehow the champ? And he isn't. he
2: actually has the belt look oh okay, that's nice of with them. his Wrestlemania six hair okay that's nice of them to do that isn't it it is nice of them I mean at least they finally gave him the belt yeah it's been nice giving gifts too it has Quinn this has been very very nice you yeah. know now folks thank you for joining us we know you've been in it for the long haul but we appreciate you being here Quinn we're gonna be back next week right yes we will. Next week, you're going to be able to find us, folks, on the Place to Be Nation.
3: Mm, I'm I'm ready to go to that place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where is that place? We have to drive there? Maybe. Am I driving or are you driving?
3: I don't know. We have to get in our retro
2: car (laughs) and... Model T or whatever. Now, the one, <laughs> folks. The one thing I do want to explain is that you will still be able to find us on our normal SoundCloud feed. Oh, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Blueberry, Blackberry, yeah, all that stuff. Maybe yeah. MySpace one day. OVPPodcast dot com. com. Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can email us if you use the uh, the email service. Yeah. really changing. We're just going to be on another place. You'll be able to find us, and it's the place to be. Folks, have a great rest of your week. We will see you next year, January 2nd. Wow, and Big Show hopefully doesn't kill us as a baby. I really hope not. Folks, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week, and have a great rest of your year. We will see you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
4: Mean Gene reminding you that WrestleMania is sweeping the nation. And right now, you can get great World Wrestling Federation merchandise at Toys R Us, including wrestling buddies from Taka. How'd you like to hug the Ultimate Warrior? How'd you like to bonk Hulk Hogan? Or wrestle with royalty in the Macho King Randy Savage? Here's something I can really warm up to, an Ultimate Warrior slumber bag. What about the official World Wrestling Federation ring? An official World Wrestling Federation championship belt. And all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. Right now at Toys R Us, when you buy World Wrestling Federation merchandise, you'll receive free autographed pictures of superstars like Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, and uh, and the Legion of Doom! Now you got the picture! Hey, you guys are perfect! Perfect! Sensational?
1: Sensational?
4: How am I gonna weasel out of this one? Weasel? Don't crush me. Crush? Don't smash me.
1: Smash? Shit me out of here. Wow,
4: oh, what a rush. <laughs> we'll see you at Toys R Us.
1: Merry